Hi, this is Thomas from Quest and Chaos. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining us on this chaotic adventure. If you want to listen to our other exciting podcasts, such as Swords and Sages, Chaos Agent, Spelljammer, and many more, please visit our website at questsandchaos.com slash podcasts for links to your favorite podcast platform of choice. Now, if you enjoyed this content and want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon for exclusive content, cast interaction, and more at patreon.com slash quests and chaos. Now, enjoy the podcast. Hello there, I'm James Aaron O, Dungeon Master for Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. I am <laughs> the terrors to friends and the never-ending winter that challenge our adventurers as they attempt to put an end to the everlasting rhyme. I'm Tassi Alabastro, Cream Bananas on Twitch, and I rock out with sorcerer Amoa Tua Anzulan, a Goliath whose time spent adventuring is still shorter than his family name. Newly arrived in ten towns, with an eagerness to bond with adventurers who pique his curiosities. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook, and I play Donovan Chambers III, Gentleman Rogue. I'm out here in Icewind Dale, adventuring for no reason whatsoever in this horrible, frozen wasteland. I'm Alondra Heilman, a.k.a. Lady Bedivere, and I play Elspeth Linkvist, a religious academic turned death cleric, leaving my quiet cloister to explore the frozen north in search of my missing adventurer father, and whatever other knowledge I might glean along the way. I'm JP, and I play Azar, the nicest bonebreaker in Tin Towns. A desert native, Azar is perpetually doing what she can to stay warm, but she isn't going to stay inside, however much she may want. Sunlight and life need to be returned to this dark, frozen land, and she's going to do what needs to be done to make that happen. I'm Matthew Bridges, and I play Rena Voladad, a tiny and tough Triton fighter unaccustomed to surface-dweller traditions, yet determined to find answers on land as to how to protect the material plane from any and all threats. New York's hottest club is Quest and Chaos. This place has everything. Chaos Agents, Dragons of Ice Spire Peak, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, and something called Gnomish Icicles. What, what, what is a Gnomish Icicle? It's that thing where some gnomes wear the conical bras from like the 1950s and then they hang upside down from the ceiling. No, no, that's not a thing, James. James, it's not a thing. You can't, no. Well, what is a thing is today is Rhyme of the Frostman. Um, Icewind Dales, welcome everybody. I just, I was inspired by Matt's hair and then I was inspired. Keep changing it. He literally, I had my emo hair earlier. He did emo, and then I put it up and away from the face, and now he's going up and away from the face. There we go. Get get some Genius. of that little uh, top knot low thing. I don't know what it's called anymore. Oh, hey, everybody. That. Welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, it's been a little while since I've done something dumb for the top, and it was nice to do it again. Hope everybody had a uh, little, uh, nice little get-together with their friends immediate bubble hopefully none of y'all are those people who went a traveling i hope especially with here in california we're one in five 
get tested. That's my PSA. Anyway, to the show, we've got rolling up the sleeves. Two sponsors. We've got Birds of Paradise, made by our very own Andre of the Burbs. They make bird-themed dice. If you haven't checked out their Kickstarter, well, it's already over. But I'm pretty sure Kickstarter allows you to bandwagon onto the ending perks where they have really cute bird stickers with birds on top of dice. So check that out. Second, we got the Nord Games. Nord Games, they make all your gaming accessories to make your game awesome. They got books, they got decks, and soon they'll be having miniatures because their Kickstarter also just wrapped up. So check out Nord Games. Now, if you've been a long-time supporter of our show, you probably know of the different ways you can help us out. But if you're new, there are three, four, four big ways, four big ways in which you can help us out. Number one is joining our Patreon. Yes, patreon.com slash quests and chaos. If you check out there, we've got some perks that are slowly percolating out. Um, some of them right now is playing with us. Some of them is playing a campaign DM'd by some of the folks here. It's a pretty, pretty fun time. So check that out. Second of which is right here on Twitch. If you deliver them bits... Um, they come into the form of inspiration for our players. If you donate 500 bits, that's one inspiration, which they can add a D6 to the roll if they spend it. Or if they get two inspiration, 1,000 bits, they get to re-roll a D20, unless it's a natural one, because we want those to matter. Anyway, that is two ways. Third way is through Nord Games. If you use the affiliate link down below, you shop on there. You spend the same amount, they get help, you help us. But if you use the uh, code chaotic, C-H-A-O-T-I-C-20, you get 20% off. So you can help Nord Games, you can help us, and you can help yourself to a nice good old 20% off. And last of which, we do have our merch store. It is a little tricky with COVID right now, but we do have stuff still. We've got um, coasters. We still got t-shirts. We got mugs. So check that out at questandchaos.com slash merch. And if you use the code chaotic, you will get 40% off anything in our store as soon as I set that code up right now. <laughs> boom bam you're the first to know welcome saturday viewers you know about that coupon code congratulations now <laughs> i have to mention a bit of stuff that is coming up just for quests and chaos there is a lot first of all we're starting up the guild of the five e's which will be a patreon perk basically it's our five e fight club and that's moving on over to patreon in which we will have community members play games and it is basically moving a little away from arena fights to more of one shots so if you would like to join us there check out the patreon and also discord we have our discord great community they provide us ideas speaking of great ideas we're having a one shot this tuesday in replacement for chaos agents it is um the ascent of uh nomatoki tower and it is the first person to uh, shove off Sean Huber. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. It will be run by our very own Aaron, who is on Chaos Agents. And he will be joined by Duke Fleek, Spike, Squeal the Bard, and 
Thomas. Reprising his role of Sebastian. There's going to be lots of fireballs. Expect that. Cool. That is Guild of the Five E's. That is Tuesday. This coming up week, Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday, we're having a giveaway week, y'all, because we love you so much. And because we appropriately theme our items on Mondays. On Mondays, what are we giving away? A copy of this Essentials Kit right here. We will send this out to a lucky winner on Monday. Yes, yes, yes. You can get your very own Dragon of Ice Spire Peak and see how much I deviate from the source material. So um, there's also uh, uh, this dnd beyond code on here so you get you get to unlock this stuff in dnd beyond and i believe it also then has extra modules on dnd beyond that take this to like 20th level so there you go wow indeed indeed but that's only monday what's happening on tuesday thomas tuesday is one copy of tasha's cauldron of everything alternate edition so look at that beautiful cover. This Love is uh, this was a bank error in our favor from Game Castle, so we will just uh, we'll just pass this uh, copy off to somebody in our amazing community on Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday on the Don Huber episode. <laughs> Lastly, what's happening next Saturday? Next Saturday we have a Rhyme of the Frost Maiden game. And somebody is going to win a copy of that as well on that. So be sure to tune in all week long. Lots of big giveaways. We're going to do another big giveaway on uh, the other show. That's not D&D. What is that? Cthulhu nonsense? Um, That uh, will also do a big giveaway on that. But we won't know that until later tonight when I make up. Yes, 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 yes. And when you get that book, you'll see how much I don't deviate from the source material. <laughs> uh, let's see. That is all the announcements. Any bits? I'm not paying attention to the chat. We do have a number of bits. First, I want to say thank you to NGC457 for 23 months as a subscriber. Hey. Greatly appreciated. See you in the Patreon, if that's of interest to you. Uh, once we get a little bit more of those perks up, uh, there will be some bits available or some inspiration, specific inspiration from Patreon members to players. Um, but we do have Tomago Tora with 500 bits to the players because he thinks we'll need it. And I'm hoping that we survive. <laughs> Okay, excellent. And I believe there's still the four left over from last week. Two left over from last week. Thank you. Two left over from last week. There's one person who's keeping records, and I'm not that. I took notes. (laughs) We have three. Yes. Uh, As you noticed, uh, in the boy, there are 13 in the boy currently. When that hits 25, we also trigger another giveaway. Yes, 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 yes. And that is three spent among the four there. As you can see, we are down a Tossie. Tossie is feeling a little unwell. Fortunately, um, it is not coronavirus, but it's just severe weather changes. It is really weird in California. It's warm, it's cold, it's hot, it's not. What do you do? But with the four that we have here, we're going to have a marvelous, fantastic game as they kill Sephic Cultro. But we'll find out on this week's episode of 
Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Them knuckle crowd say, Oh, hey, welcome back. Okay, well, the recap, eh? Um, let's see what happened. Well, our group of adventurers were tasked by Hun Trollbane within East Haven to hunt down someone they believed to be a serial killer. Civic Cultro, a bodyguard for Torg's shipping company. Um Hunting down information, they deduced that they'd probably be heading southward um, along the east way towards Goodmead and Dugan's Hole. When they made their way to Goodmead, they found a town without a speaker, murdered by a large, gigantic creature, humanoid, possibly. The rumors are still percolating throughout the environment of the town. They decided to wait within Goodmead, instead of venturing further into Dugan's Hole, which they did not find a... Uh, because they did not find Civic Cultural in Goodmead. So they waited. In the meantime, they got to know the locals a bit. Amoa was put up for speaker to quickly fill up that power vacuum. Renner showed Azar the ways of fishing that only a Triton could muster. But as time passed, Torg, run by Torga, Icevane, and her bodyguard, Sephic Coltro, as well as four other compatriots, made their way to Goodmead. Zealous, with their new uh, campaign ideas, the MOA brought them in for a good old questioning about how they want to make Goodmead great mead. <laughs> Their charisma was able to pull the grouping of uh, shippers into the mead hall. They liquored them up real good with some good mead. And then with a stroke of genius, after discovering a dead body within the shipping company's holds, um, they convinced Sefik to go outside because there's a deaf boy injured in the snow. An awkward laugh. As you <laughs> An awkward laugh they did out into the snow, leading Sephic further and further to a more dilapidated building. Donovan, noticing there was no ring on this man's finger despite the incredible cold, decided to stab him immediately in the back. A chase began. Battle ensued within the dilapidated building. And that is where we find ourselves. At the, not the top of the combat, because Seth is just... 
but he is on the edge of the building, a hole within. Possibly escaping? Who knows? Making a failed strike against Donovan. And then, that brings us to Azar. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, Donovan's still up, right? Yes, Donovan is still up. And as you notice, maybe if, if some of you have been paying attention, the map is a little bit different. I added some walls and an outside area. Um, because this is looking where the battle might be going. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, so I'll move over between Sephic uh, and Alondra, mm -hmm. and I will take a swing at Sephic uh, with my staff. All right. Go ahead and make your attack. Thirteen. Oh, where's my Sephic? I don't believe that will hit. Sapphic does. That does hit. That does hit. Okay. Then uh, he will move five feet uh, so that he is north of where um, Azar is. So diagonally between uh, from where he is right now. Okay. So with Crusher, this is a new feat. Is it they get to move five feet anywhere or? I move them five feet from where they are currently. Okay. Is it a push or just? No, it happens when it when the attack lands. Okay, so with a sweeping blow of your uh, staff, you shift Sephic back into the building and roll some damage from Ooh, yes! And with your additional hex on him. <clears throat> the black magic constricting as you shove him with your staff further back into the building. Nice work. Next up. And then I will give him a kick. I get a bonus action uh, attack because of martial arts. Yes, monk powers plus warlock. A monk lock. <laughs> uh, let's see. 14 hits. Seven more points damage. Ooh, Sixteen points. That's two. And that crack of the staff, and then a quick kick out. You shove him straight in the chest, and he's like, Whoa! he's looking a little. Uh, he's looking weary. He's looking weary. Next oh, up excellent. is Elspeth, and then Renner got moved to the top. From before, Elspeth and then Donovan on tank. Great. Um, uh, you know, let's keep uh, let's keep saving those slots for inevitable uh, hits landing on my compatriots. Um, <laughs> I would like him to make a uh, wisdom saving throw, please, as I told the dead. That's a definite not save. What's oh. below a 14? Oh, yeah. Great. Cool. Then, gotta have to remember how to use the die roller. Six damage. Told the dead, though. I believe if it's damage, it's a d12, right? Not for me. 
Uh, if he's damaged, it is a d12. Oh, if he's... Oh, that's right! He's taken damage! Because we're in the middle of the fight. My apologies. Oh. Can I use my first roll? <laughs> Sir? That's four, then. Four damage. Um... How does your, uh... Told the dead come out. Oh, she she thrusts her hand forward, and this spectral bell sort of like forms over him and and clangs. Mm-hmm. And with the clang, oh, I don't know if anyone else has seen Hunchback of Notre Dame too. Don't watch it; it's a bad. <laughs> um, just a bell surrounds Seth again, just like boom, and when it dissipates, you just see the man kind of blinking eyes just rattled by the sound. Excellent. Anything else you'd like to do? Um. Yes. I forgot that I can do this. Uh, I will nod in, in assurance and then I will look over at Donovan and be like you look like you could use some help and I will fling my hand toward him and cast Shield of Faith. Your AC goes up by two. Wow. Nice. Uh, try to stay within 60 feet of me if you can. Thank you. <laughs> Book smart. As you point out, everybody is able to see Donovan just get shrouded in not too dissimilar from the hex that is surrounding Sephic, but it is much more of a protective as opposed to a wrapping and constricting energy. Thank you, I was about to die. <laughs> no mind. Next up is Donovan with Renner on deck. I... Well, he's right next to me, isn't he? Yes. So I will rapier him. Yes, rapier him you do. Wow. For 11 Ooh, nice. points of regular damage and 4 points of sneak attack damage. Ooh, 15 <laughs> damage. And with a harried by all people around, you're able to find just like the perfect moment to stab him right in the kidney. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know how that feels. Anything else? <laughs> That is all I'm going to do, I think. Okay. Confident you stry or stay put. Next up is Renner with a Moan. How does he does he look now since he's been kind of attacked? Does he look like he's getting nervous? Like he's gonna phase out again? That he's gonna run? He looks um, well, his back is towards you at the moment. Um, it won't count against your action, but just roll a quick uh, oh. insight check. Which one? I'm sorry? Insight. Just roll a quick insight. Won't count towards any action. Okay, okay. thank you. 17? 17. <laughs> you can guess by his posture that he is, one, very hurt, and two, it doesn't seem like a, a skittish. He doesn't seem skittish at all, where he's like looking out and about to run and 
jut out. He's still quite confident. Mm. Okay, and then that in that case, he'll cast. Uh, Renner's going to cast fog cloud over the entrance. Over the entrance, which is not, a and attempting not to kind of fog our my buddies, but just because of his phasing stuff, I want mm-hmm. he, he doesn't want him to phase out of okay. where because I feel like we got him now. So Renner'll just be like he'll set his trying down and just concentrate and then just kind of raise up the snow and water, you know, droplets from in front of the door. Yes, excellent. So with your innate ability as a Triton, knowing what water can do, despite the really dry air, which helps create the snow, you have water all around you and you look at the snow and then with just innate ability you just raise your hand up and you see some of the snow rise and then become a fog behind encapsulating the entrance of the door Um, and it does not cover Azar or Donovan because you said so (laughs) and it's a 20 foot radius correct yes 20 foot radius Mm -hmm. 20 foot radius ooh 40 feet nice so that fog cloud emanates outwards. Next up is Amoa. What does Amoa do? Okay. So with Amoa is going to move over one, two, three, and noticing that Donovan has been the um, main focus of his attacks, will just reach out and be like, "Here you go, man." Touch you on the shoulder and cast jump on you. So your jump is now three times the ability. You can jump higher, you can jump further. All right. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, with a bonus action, he can do a cantrip too, right? If he has has one, yes. Yes. So he will drop his expeditious retreat. And then with a cantrip, you see a bit of a crackle beneath Sephic. And then a bonfire just pops and Sephic needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Which is... Is create bonfire a bonus action? Oh, it's not a bonus action. So it's not. So it can't, right? Correct. You can only... Uh, you is can do jump a spell an action or bonus action? Jump is... Let's see. Let's look at Amala's sheet. Here, jump is an action. Okay, never mind. So expeditious retreat stays up. But more parts instead. <laughs> <laughs> While nobody's looking, he lifts up the shirt, but nobody is looking. <laughs> no. But yes, Donovan, you feel your legs springy. Springy more muscular <laughs> it is if you add tight pants everyone would see the tendons and the muscles oh, inside just like superhero legs superhero legs did the full tr- three months training plan no carbs high protein um nice okay next up is Sephic. so he looks about Still a very confident, easy grin about him. Looks over at Donovan and is like, sorry, 
You stab first, and it goes to cut you. And it will be understandable. Oh, yeah, that will hit. That hits? Even, even with the uh, extra shield. Okay. And that is, this will be with his longsword. Boy. So, where is my D8? <laughs> so, just the regular blade will do full damage at 11, plus okay. 2d4 cold damage, which will be 2, okay. but with your ring, 1. So, 12 damage in total. 12 damage in total, and I uh, fall down. <laughs> okay. At the feet of this guy. Yes, so Donovan is cut down after stabbing him in the kidney. Or... Um, yes, 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 yes. And as that happens, you see him breathe in that cold air and just like and you see some of the wounds on him just slowly begin to close. And then he looks over at you, Elspeth, and it's like, sorry, love, you're a bit troublesome. And then cuts you for a nat 20. That will hit. <laughs> okay, so. Um, we'll roll the, uh, long sword, the slashing damage first. So that will be a, uh, seven times two. So 14 plus three. So 17 plus the cold damage, which will be six times two. So 12. So that is 26 damage. And, uh, Elspeth also collapses. With that two quick swings of his... Uh, ice longsword, you see both Donovan and Elspeth fall into the snow that is peeking through this building. Wookie! (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, (laughs) Next up, Azar. Okay. So, (laughs) that'll be one attack on him. Mm -hmm. 30-20 hits. Nice. Twelve points of damage. God. Twelve. And points I push him back um, towards in the direction where Amoa is, so five feet d- directly okay. back from me. So yes, twelve damage total. Awesome. And I will. <laughs> um, uh, Alondra will get uh, five points of healing. Thank you. She glows with some sunlight and rises back up. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, Alondra, you black out for a moment, and then you just feel this warm light. And as you come to, you just see Azar punting with <laughs> the bow staff, Sephic back five feet. Um. Awesome. Okay. That is anything else, Azar? That's it. I will stay where I am. Okay. Standing guard at the entrance. Next up is Elspeth. You're back. Did I skip runner? No, you yes, did the clock loud. Okay. No. 
Okay, next up is Elfbist, and then Donovan after. Oh, right. I didn't have an action prepared because I thought I was going to have to do death saves. So let me take a quick look. Um, I feel like he's good at that. <laughs> so that seems like a bad idea. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm... Uh, Elspeth kind of takes a deep breath and, like, sort of shakes herself off. She's still very hurt, but being a death cleric isn't really that worried about it. The lure of the grave is ever-present. And uh, she looks up at Sephic and is just like, Oh, well, let's see how much trouble I can cause then! And she's gonna cast Guiding Bolt. Ooh, nice! <laughs> it's gonna be a 21 to hit? Yes. 21 hits! Excellent. What is my damage for this uh, thing at this level? Uh, that's gonna be. F that's gonna be for nine damage. Nine. Radiant, specifically, if it matters. Excellent. Nine damage. As you manifest this guiding bolt and taunt back a little bit. Um, the guiding bolt releases from your fingers, and what 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 is this color? What is the look of the energy? Um, everything that uh, Elspeth casts, even the the helpful stuff, has this kind of slightly sickly black green tinge to it, kind of around the edges. Um, so she casts, and it's it's so it's like a, a, a radiant beam of black light okay. shoots from her hand. Sounds like it's dark but holy energy. <laughs> Dark but holy energy emanates from Elspeth's fingers and it strikes him square in the chest and you can see just the radiant energy singeing part of his clothes and you can see the chest underneath and it's just blackened from the impact. He doubles over on one knee and still smiling but is not currently down yet. Up next is Donovan. I need you to make a saving throw, please. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> Such roll 1d20. Oh, six. Well, it's fine. Things are fine. He inches a bit closer to death. Next up, at the top of the order, is Renner. Uh... And seeing Donovan go down and then Elspeth down, but then very quickly back up, he's actually going to approach him. And then actually what he'll do. So he can do two weapon fighting. So could I throw my trident and then run up and then short sword him? Or is that not allowed? I believe with trident, if you... Uh, Trident does not qualify for two-weapon fighting because it's got to be two simple weapons. Got it. In that case, he's just going to throw the his dagger. Who was that? No, I don't. You have a dagger. Just one short sword because he travels light. Um, so what he'll do then is he'll... he'll Instead of throwing it, he's going to run up and then kind of jab, jab him uh, with his trident. 
He does have a bag of salt. This is something very specific to him that he carries around for like food and to salt his water before he drinks it. He also wants to take some of the salt and he's going to try and throw it in his eyes. If that could be, unless that's the action. I would say either the salt or the trident. Okay, he's going to try the salt because you know he's a salty fellow. So he'll just be like, he'll, he'll get kind of heated and he'll, he'll run up, still holding his trident, but he'll run up and as he's on one knee, he's going to try and take the salt out of the bag and then throw it up in his face. To okay. try and... Roll me. Oh, will this be a save or a cap roll? I could argue for a sleight of hand. Argue for sleight of hand? Okay, yeah. Roll it with uh, adding your sleight of hand modifier. Thanks, Azar. Uh, <laughs> oh! 18. Yes. 18. So you get up and you just huck it in this guy's face who's kind of looking down and just like salt in his face. And he's like, Ugh! Ugh! and as his eyes come up and they slowly begin to water but his eyes are just like kind of blinking. Hmm. Salt in your eye. <laughs> so, uh, did you want to be at the corner of him or in front? Yeah, uh, I'll be. I'll be at the corner. I'll be up here. Okay. Cool. Next up is Amoa, and Amoa's like, okay, didn't have time to do this last time. <laughs> Bonfire goes up. And Sephic. What is that? What is. Let's see. Okay, and then what is Amoa's? What is Amoa's save? Oh, having to run. Where is Amoa's save? It is. Okay. So. As this fire pillar just rushes up, Sephic is able. Oh wait, because of the salt in the eye. Oh, what this is there? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Despite having his eyes now watering and salt in the eye, he's able to hear just like the briefest mutterings from Amoa as the blaze erupts underneath him and he is able to get out of the way before but for all of you to see there is now just a raging inferno standing there and do they move out of the spot if they make it wow indeed let's see Uh, learning new spells today folks create bonfire Creature must also make the saving throw when it moves into the bonfire's face for the first time, or and turn there. Okay. Okay, so he just dodges out of the way, but in that space is a massive bonfire. Can I put a little bit of a do a little thing? See if I can bring out a thing. Aww. A little fire there. <laughs> but because that is concentration, um, the jittering that is kind of happening around a moa just fades. Next up 
is Sefik. He's going to move out, obviously, um, from the fireball area. And that conflagration just erupts upwards. Meanwhile, he moves that way a bit and looks about trying to assess who to attack next and thinks, well, hmm. Yeah, he's smart enough. He, he would do that. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're blocking my exit. And he'll take two swings with his sword, taking with both hands this time to cleave at you. Ooh. You. Me? I'm not sure what you're talking about. The exit is behind you. <laughs> he just grins, eyes watering, though. Oh, can you not see me? Oh. <laughs> but I, uh, depending on your armor, it is a. I have a 16 armor. 16 armor? Mm-hmm. First strike. He swings just a little bit wide and you feel it graze past your shoulder at a moment of. Whoa. Second time he swings. Well, one of those was a nat 20. The other one was a 14. So as he swings one and he swings two, both of them quite close, but you're able to just go, get out of the way. Next up is, oh, well, eh. And then he'll move along here with, which allows Amoa to do a attack of opportunity. What weapons does Amoa have? That is the question, isn't it? Equipment. He has a dagger and a boomerang. Okay. I'm assuming... Boomerang is his hook. Yeah, his hook is his boomerang. So... Would it... Because he was in the space and then moved, would that be a disadvantage? This is why you surround yourself with DMs as players, so that way when you forget a rule, you're like, uh. Is he considered blind have... right is... now? All right, because he's got the salt in his eyes. He's <laughs> considered blind and he had advantage on the attack roll. Okay. Yeah. And Amoa rolls. Okay. Amoa swings down with his hook coming off of the neck and then is able to clip Sephic for how much damage does a boomerang do? Uh, a d4. d4 plus two for four damage. Cool. Cool. Okay. He looks very much on his last legs, but still smiling, oddly enough. Um, which takes us to that was Sephic, then Azar. Okay, well, I'll go running after him. Uh, go next to Renner, and uh, so he's considered blind, so we have advantage? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to swing away. Overhead swing. 16. 16. Hits. All right. 
for 10 points of damage. Azar, shoot, she is bringing the pain. As you crack <laughs> down, claim your kill. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. Alright. And a 23. Oh, oh no. Set, with that first swing, you come down and it smacks uh, Sephic very hard. How would you how would you like to describe this death? Oh, I thought you said he was almost dead. Sorry. I missed part of this. What you said. Well, now he's dead, dead. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. Have you ever seen a Gallagher show? I have not. <laughs> Look it up sometime. A um, staff overhead swing directly onto the head does unpleasant things to the cranium. Okay, yes. You, with that first strike, with your bow staff, just won't crack. And you, all of you, except for Donovan, hears, despite the bonfire, just several of the vertebrae in the neck just collapse inwards. And you see him... Not as short as Renner, given that he's six feet, but he basically comes down to Elspeth's height of 5'8", and he's just like, and then falls backwards. <laughs> well, I hope, hope, I really hope he was the, so we're, we're sure it was him, right? Right, guys? There was a dead body hidden in one of the boxes um, on his sled. So almost guarantee it was here. Seems pretty like he basically also confessed. Donovan, make me another death saving throw as they talk. Uh, Elspeth is going to run over to uh, (laughs) everything's fine. (laughs) I've got one more. Let's see. Can you have the other one? Uh, Elspeth, you run over to Donovan. Uh, six points. Oh, and you get six points straight from Azar. Is that one, um, and you ran over, I'm assuming? Or can you do that? It said range. Is it bonus actions? I think it's 60 foot range. Nice. Celestial Warlocks. If I played more than one session, I would know what they do. Celestial Warlocks are the best Warlocks. I will say that. (laughs) Warlocks with healing. Yep. So, Donovan, you feel a glow, and Elspeth, as you run down, you see this light emanate around Donovan, and <sighs> breath comes back. <gasps> oh, thank goodness. You still you with us? Donovan? <laughs> Donovan? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at trying to figure out how to do this to my... Uh... <laughs> ah, yes. D&D Beyond is not quite... Running behind. Mm-hmm. There we go. I think yes. Okay. <laughs> My computer is not working right now. Hooray! <gasps> what, what, what is happening? Um. Well, you're not dead. We won. Well, okay. let's be honest. Azar is the one that won. Thank you, Azar. Yes, quite. No idea you were so. Point to Azar. Azar. You feel in your chest, and Renner, you see a sword just go <laughs> coming through as Sephic begins to stand up. Oh, and you hear his neck just start to crack back into place. 
Oh. And you take. Where is my D10 with two D4? Damn it. <laughs> you did roll that with disadvantage because he's still blind, right? Yeah, he's still blind. Yeah. He took an action while below to get it out. You can't wipe sea salt out of your eyes. <laughs> you do you. You do you. Um, so that if he's is... made, Hey, also, if he's made of ice and I throw salt on it, it's going to be melting. So I'm just saying that. I don't know if he's made of ice, but... So, Azar, you take four cold damage and only uh, five slashing damage as Sefik stands up. All right. <sighs> We're going to continue to do this. And after Sefik, it is Azar. Sure will. Oh, wait. One moment. Okay, so Hex is down. So... Oh, okay, yes. And he's not blind, correct? So he's not blinded anymore? Not blinded anymore, and you see the hex slowly dissipate off his body. Alright. First one will miss. Mm Mm-hmm. And the second one... 19 hits. 19 will hit. And uh, that's four points of damage, and I'll just knock him another five feet back. Yeah. What are you doing? Five feet back, he moves. And with four damage, you crack him. And you see his neck just go... Comes back around. He looks... He still looks very... beat up. But... He continues. Amoa, can we burn him, please? (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, I I can get on that. Um... But next up is Elspeth, followed by Donovan. Can I tell if he appears to be undead or if he just appears to be drawing strength from unseen forces? I don't know. (laughs) You've noticed. You did see his wounds healing. Yes, see you've noticed yes. whenever he like takes in that deep breath of cold air. It does seem to be he, regenerating it. Yeah, the wounds begin to just Okay. Just clarifying, since if he is, you know, undead, I have other fun things I can do to him. Um <laughs> uh, what's the range on this? I will say this though. When you've hit and stabbed him. You haven't noticed any blood. Okay, hate that. Um, mm. I'm still very hurt, and I don't have a lot that I can do, so I'm just gonna cast my bell and toll the dead again. All right, wisdom, wisdom saving, saving throw. Whoa! With a, do you see his fourteen? Yep, he passes. Mm-hmm. The bell goes off, but he just continues to smile. And 
with all the damage that's been happening to his face, his grin is kind of crooked at the moment. Eyes wide with those blue, blue eyes. That is Elspeth. Donovan, you're you're at the moment standing up. I will take five to stand up, and then I will drop my rapier and shoot a short bow at him. Okay. So that I do not have to get close to him. Nobody's next to him? Nobody's next to him. Thirteen. Thirteen is probably not going to do this. It does hit. Oh. Leather armor is terrible. Well, no armor, as the man just is wearing a vest. <laughs> Very poor choices. Three, Three points of damage. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, that's a plus three, so six points of damage. Points of damage. Claim your kill. Uh, oh, I just kind of stumble around, and, and I'm, like, trying to figure out how to move the bonfire over there. <laughs> well, so I shoot him. He goes down. I'm, like, whew, I'm, like, blowing on the bonfire to try and get it to move. And then watching Donovan do that, Renner's going to go, enough, and he'll pull out uh, a torch, one of his torches, and light it through Bamoa's uh, bonfire. Can he do that? Is it is it magical, or is it a... Uh, it's there. It's It's flaming. So he'll do it, and he's actually going to hand it over to uh, Donovan, the torch, and be like, let's finish this. Okay, you should you hand it to Donovan. <laughs> I think Donovan can do it. I'm just like, you're closer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, depending on what's happening, Renner's going to start, wants to start lighting him on fire. Okay. So your turn... Do you give the torch to Donovan, or do you... Well, if I extend it and he starts going... <laughs> I'm going to hold it. I'm not getting near that body. Okay, then he'll he'll be like, ugh, enough, and then walk over towards <laughs> him mm-hmm. with the lit torch. Okay. You walk over. Okay. Boink! <laughs> um... Roll. One second. Read this real quick. Okay. Roll a D four. A D four? Yes. One. <laughs> One. <laughs> you take this and plunge it into Sephik's body, and you notice as you do that, the body starts to twitch a bit, and then you just shove it in, and just all of a sudden, this ghastly wail of just (laughs) emanates through this. It is obscene. It is not natural of the sound that comes out, and you just see this spirit begin to come out of Sephic's body and it twists and rides as the heat just continues to sizzle the body below and it just <laughs> and then trickles down into bits of snow the body what does the body do does it remain or 
read some of the book. Um, I make sure if the body remains or not. This is the question. Did anyone understand what that thing beat the spirit just said? I, I, d- I think that was just a general expression of pain and frustration, but I'm not I think entirely it's positive. It almost sounded like Orca. That's why I was wondering if it was... <laughs> Oh, I don't, I, I don't speak whale, so it's possible. Ah, I forget. Thank you, that's forget. The body continues to sizzle underneath the torch, but no longer twitches and moves. Reno will <laughs> pull the torch out and just kind of stare down at it. Well, good news. That usually doesn't happen with innocent people. Have you seen that happen before? Because, um... No, no. Right, okay. Have, have you? Not specifically, but I mean, we do deal with a lot of death in my order, so... Have, have you seen anyone, um... possessed before like that? Not exactly like that. So this was a possession. This wasn't the work of Sethic. This was not Sethic. Uh, God, can I roll to see if I have any idea what this is? <laughs> yes, my child, you may. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what would you like me to roll that as? History, religion, arcana. Uh, there's no like. Uh... Necromancy slash um hmm this one I will say yeah I'll give it Arcana okay it's like I can make an argument for any number of weird skills that I have roll a notebook check um <laughs> to be fair that's probably what she does is she reaches into one of her many pockets <laughs> and pulls out one of her several notebooks and starts flipping through looking for things I rolled a ten so, not great. Well, I will say also based on your order, um, you have read about possessions before um, of varying degrees in which sometimes they can alter the physical appearance of the host in minor too drastic ways. Uh, other times where they just are within the body itself. Um, what you see, yeah, it's probably a possession. <laughs> oh my. Does that mean this person was just an innocent vessel uh, and not in control of themselves? Possibly, or if he was not innocent, that might have been what opened him up to being able to be possessed. Kind of depends on the nature of the possession. It can go a lot of different ways, from from what I've heard. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue, Don. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. Oh. Uh, Lady Elspeth, I was—I remember you mentioning that you um, sometimes can communicate with the dead. Is this accurate? 
someday, maybe. I'm not... I don't uh, know that I'm particularly uh, adept at it currently, although I suppose I could say a prayer and see what happens. I'm, I'm wondering if... So there's no way to um, reanimate this person, to ask them any questions? Um, no. not... I, I mean, I know how, but I can't really... I've never really been able to do it yet, so... Ah, well, no time like the present, right? <laughs> Renner's gonna set, start setting up the body, like, as it's down. He's gonna like, set it up, like, in a seated position. Uh, mm-hmm. Elspeth's and... gonna pull out one of her books <laughs> and start flipping through, and as she does, she's suddenly gonna kind of totter and just sort of, like, like ba- basically faint. Oh. She's still very <laughs> injured. <laughs> oh. And also has no spell slots and also doesn't have the spell you want me to have. Because I don't get it till level three. Uh, <laughs> but maybe we should just get rid of him. Yes. Um, uh, uh, excuse me in one moment. Can, uh, uh, and I walk over there and I start rummaging through his thing. <laughs> if, if we are to dispose of this body, we might as well... Get rid of any identifying uh, items that it may have. Hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Make sure. Okay. There's no ring anywhere else <laughs> on his toe or anything. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you find, oddly enough, Nothing on him aside from the clothes that he wears. Oh. In, um. Oh, Amon, could you do that um, thing you did with the earth and just like dig a hole we could put him in? Because, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mold earth, five foot cube. You want it in here or outside? Out, out, outside. It's just like by the door. Just make a hole. We. So right around this area, Omoa just goes out and yeah. Right will drag him out, drop him in, and just mold the earth back in and. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we did need um, to take proof. Uh, that we I don't have... think she wanted proof. I have that in my notes. Is there anything? Is there anything that could be taken for proof? I mean, maybe the shirt he's wearing. I mean, whatever is on the body or on his body is free game at the moment. Are his eyes still piercing blue? I was say, just. <laughs> I'm so glad we all went there. <laughs> Let's just snatch that eye. You, or I. Is there a Open situation of having to re like pull out? Um, I do you mind? I'm so sorry. We forgot oh, to look. Yeah. No, no. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the body is there, all covered in dirt. You pull the body back out. You open the eyes, and they're brown. Oh dear. Oh, all right. That's um. I'm gonna take the shirt off him. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right in like the upper chest area where Renner stuck the torches. 
burnt, but it's still still his shirt with the giant burnt hole in it. All right. Uh, so take that out, fold it up as decent as I can to get it rolled up as small as possible and stick it in the backpack. I Okay, so we need to get our... Oh, let's bury the body. Amal, please. Amal, do you mind? Kick the body back in and... Grave digger. <laughs> Grave digger. <laughs> Elspeth will kneel by the, by the makeshift grave and pull out her incense and, and light her incense and say a prayer. Mm-hmm. On principle. Okay, I I believe, uh, Azar, you have um, gotten the rest of their party drunk. I, we need to somehow get Fair our athletes and get out of here before they have any sense of the, that uh, this person is missing or, well, we are responsible. Well, can I, um, I would like to go outside and see, is there anyone around that might have possibly seen us wow you know it's dark around here so fortunate for you renner unless you said otherwise the fog cloud is still covering that entire corner area (laughs) strange weather we're having (laughs) is uh, do you have does anyone have any magics to sort of uh or maybe a survival skill to uh make the snow can you do that, Moa? Can you do that, Mold Earth, with snow? Just put a new batch over this so it looks. It's got shaped water. Uh, snow is just yeah, frozen water. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that and kind of just move some of the snow over with shape water and just like. Renner All right. Impressed by this, Renner does not know that a Moa can do that. Oh. So uh, the axe speaks um don't like me as far as I know. Um, I haven't spent much time with them. We're on very, they're on very good terms with me, and I do somewhere, I think I have about three quarters of a knucklehead trout in a bag. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way, Renna. <laughs> <laughs> so, we need to get to East Haven, right? Uh, as quick as possible. Wasn't it dark? I mean, wasn't it like late in the afternoon by the time we got back? What time? Uh, uh, right now, um, by the time you had taken Torga and her company and gotten them drunk and then fought Sefik, it's right around 3 p.m. And as you look out, thankfully, there isn't like a heavy snowfall right now. It's just little flakes. But you can just see on the edge of the horizon. It hasn't gone above the horizon, but you can just see this thin sliver of orange across the way. But the rest of the sky is dark. Uh, what is? There's no town between us and there, is there? No, there's nothing. We'd either have to go down to Dukin's Hole, or we'd have to go back the way we came, and hopefully not get lost again. As long as the weather yeah. stays clear. Torque didn't mention the road, which but... town they were going to next. Did did they? I don't think so. No mention. I didn't think so. Um, she she said they were going to go back to one of the likely to go back to one of the large towns to restock since they've finished all their supply runs. So 
Presumably they're going to Targos, Bryn Shandor, or East Haven, but she didn't specify which. Yeah. I, th- I think we need to... Do you think they'll travel? They, they, they go- may be leaving soon. They said they were going no, to leave as soon as they're they sobered too drunk. up. Yeah. yeah. Which won't be until tomorrow. Do we go to Dugan's Hall to, to hide out or stay here as they leave? Or do we try and leave and get to East Haven? I'll be trying, well, we are trying does to... anyone know if we've done anything? Right, question. that's what I was just going to say. I feel like we can always play this off. It's like, no, your friend ran off. We were, we sent him off in the direction to find him, but we are... The deaf boy? I... I... Uh, Elspeth's just going to look down at her, like, clothes that are, I presume, <laughs> cut up and bloody as are Donovan's, since we got attacked with a sword. And it's just going to say, why don't we just tell them that he tried to attack me? We went after him and he ran off. The deaf boy. No. <laughs> Sethic. Oh. But isn't Sethic with them? As in like their friends. Their yes. Group. And if we say that he tried to attack us and then ran off. Won't there's a they reason why attack. he wasn't there. Then won't they attack us? I'm sorry, I have no idea how the customs here work, so I'm going to leave it to you to decide. Well, if one of your friends got drunk and attacked someone, would you attack the people that they attacked? Are we in a fictional universe in this time period? (laughs) (laughs) He had a little bit too much to drink, lost his temper, and he's, I don't know, cooling his heels somewhere out in the snow. He went off in search of the deaf boy. Uh, we haven't seen him. I think when when uh, um, Azar poses that question about like if you got <laughs> drunk or you know if like someone you knew got drunk and then ran off and then you actually Renner's actually going to shift his demeanor because there's something else that it'll remind him of something that he's personally going through and so you'll actually see him shift and get very very quiet when he says that when he hears mm. If, if you were in an argument with someone or you got in a fight with someone and then they ran off, what would you do kind of thing? He's going to have a moment and just kind of reflect. I think I think whatever happens, we do not want to fight Torga or her oh, companion. No. Uh, There's still no. a dead body in their uh, sled. And they are going to find out that somebody broke into the box at some point. Do we do we know was was that box on Sefix or was that on? It was on the one with Sefix and Torga. I think I think it was on Were the one with Sefix. It was the main, yeah, the main the sled one. with Torga and Sefix were on. Yeah. So that means that Torga is essentially also suspect in that person's death. Maybe she got hired to kill someone. We did. Yeah, it seems like that's a going thing around here. If, if pickpocketing is acceptable. Um, I, I, Regardless of how we decide to play this off, I don't know that uh, we can leave right away. I, I don't know about you, Donovan, but I'm uh, rather uh, spent, as it were. And I'm going to need it, some time to uh, recover before I can do much of anything. Yes, I, We haven't I, been gone very long. 
go back inside, make sure they stay very drunk, and eventually they'll pass out. We'll probably be up before they are, and then we leave. Right. I think that's... Yes, we'll just... We got separated from Zephic looking for the boy, and... Uh, just don't all come back in all both. at the same time. Uh, Donovan, maybe you and I should try to sneak in through the kitchen since we're a little... um. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and maybe we should come up with a story for what happened. Hey, uh, Azar will take off one of her heavy coats and hand it to them. Aww. <laughs> like, put this on. Uh, um, Azar. Um, yeah. I, you have a lot of coats on. I sense yes. that you could use... Because it's cold here. And he pulls the, the ring off of his finger. Don't don't take this the wrong way, Azar, but I I think you should have this ring. Why? Take it off, Donovan. You are instantly chilled. <sighs> and notice that this weather sucks. If if I so see him shivering, I'll take off another coat and hand it to him. <laughs> Azar wears three. Um I think that your skill sets would be better useful if you had less cumbersome items. Put the ring on. As he takes okay. that coat and is like <laughs> under un, and then he puts his big cloak with the fur around it tighter. As you do that, Azar, you put on this ring and for the first time in a long time. It's a bit too hot. Like with the added jacket. Hey, it's nice. That's what I've been trying. I mean, it's still dark and crappy, but it's not cool. This is great. Do you have more of these? Mm, I do not, but hopefully there. Where'd you get it? I mean, we could like you can make a business if you can if you can get more of these. So, um. I have to say it is a loan because it is not mine to give permanently. I have to return to that shop in Waterdeep and take this back at some point. Oh, no problem. But until until we leave this place, you should use it. Oh, thank you. Just like... So it is a, there's a little bit a, more cheer in her demeanor. <laughs> so it is a ring of warmth that I am taking out of my inventory. Okay. And it does require attunement for you, Azar, but... Take an hour. Yep. Okay. Yeah. For story reasons, yeah. Instant warmth. Sure, why not? Um, yeah. Okay, now, now I think we should definitely go to the inn and fireplace and sleep. Perfect. Okay, so, um, so, um, Alondra and I'm oh, sorry, Elizabeth, Elspeth and, um, why don't if we've got coats, they're not going to be able to tell. So perhaps I should go with um, Renner since we left together the first time anyway, and you and Donovan and Amela could go back to find your drinking buddies. Yes. Okay. And to me, yes. 
Mm. Although, uh, Azar, you should probably wear the coats in so it doesn't look like suddenly you have the same powers as their missing friend. Right. Uh, Elspeth will return the coat that Azar gave her and she'll just basically like pull her cloak and like readjust it, kind of toga it around to hide uh, the blood and the damage. I'm going to just pull the cloak around. Okay. And then we're going to head back to the meat hall in groups of two. Yes, in groups of two, you head back and Amoa trailing behind. Um, I believe they left somewhere. Y'all figure it out. Anyway, you five begin to make your way back to the meat hall having completed your first mission together. And that's where we're going to take our break. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, we will be back in about eh, seven to ten-ish minutes so we can all use our respective restrooms. Um, Yes, and as a shout-out to the players, if they don't check the chat here on Zoom, they are now level three after a long rest, but they get to decide that in the interim... But for now, folks, we will catch you after the break. See you then. Hello, and welcome back to Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, Quest in Chaos. Aaron James O is my name. <laughs> so, they have just killed brutally. Sephic Cultro saw a spirit leave their body, buried it in dirt and snow, and have made their way back to the Mead Hall and wait for this all to blow over. Um, not yet, actually. Um, they're going to grab a pint first. Kidding. Uh, so, first up is going through the front door. Azara and Amoa, you two enter as the other three kind of just wait a bit. A good few minutes or seconds, depending. But as you two enter, you notice two of Torga's men face down on the table and the cask that you bought the regular of, but then use prestidigitation to make it taste like the 10 year vintage still there. Um, it's the half elf and one of the humans. What you don't see is another human, the orc and Torga. They are not currently seen. I'll uh, go to the table and that's, Oh, well, looks like they've had enough. Uh, you fellows want more? Uh, so they're all out? The two at the table are currently out. Okay. And everyone else is gone. Um, yeah. Is Steve around? 
oh yeah you can see steve and steve does wave at you and yells in his overly loud voice oh hello there welcome uh, back oh, you help the little quickly over the steve so he doesn't have to yell so loud oh <laughs> 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 uh, uh, hey steve um did the other guys go to bed already yeah they headed up to their rooms uh, they didn't cause any trouble did they Sorry, what? They didn't cause any trouble, did they? Oh, no, they got real wasted, as you can see, those two over there. I'm currently charging for their room, even if they sleep. Ha-ha! <laughs> Good business plan. <laughs> That's how we make most of it. Well, not actually most of it. Most of it's from the mead. But every now and then, we get some more money because of the mead. Well, that's nice. Well, glad they didn't cause you any trouble. Uh, I guess I guess I'll just wait for everybody to come back. Guess I'm guess we're the first ones back. Serendipitously, so, uh, as you say that, the other three <laughs> begin to make their way in. Oh, like... look! There's your friends right there. Wow! Are no. you there? Donovan looks around. Hey, uh, guys, um, hmm. everyone else has gone to bed, and these ones are, um, they're bedding down here, as you can see. So uh, I, I think we can rest for the night. Huh. That would be lovely. Another night's respect. And head out, well, whenever it is that we wake up, because first light doesn't mean anything here, because there's never any light. <laughs> Uh, what uh, I I lean over to Renner. How many nights did we reserve? I believe it just was one. One, but um, we can always. Steve. Yes. You have a. Do you have a lodging for for us five again this evening? Uh, we have misjudged our time here, and look to have one more evening of. I mean, certainly, but there's an unfortunate bit. Had to give away your room, the one with the creaky door. So there's really only one room left. If you don't mind squeezing all five of you, I, uh, the big guy is going to be a, it's going to be a squeeze. That's fine. I think we've all become close over the past hour. <laughs> Excellent. So one room? Yes, please. How much is it? And he'll get ready to set the money down. Uh, on the table. Well, well. Usually it's five silver, but since we're kind of cramming all five of you in there, how does seven silver sound? That's perfect. And then we'll hand one gold piece to uh, Steve. Oh, why thank you. And thank you for not throwing it. What was your name again? Renner, Renner Voldath. Lovely to meet you again. Renner. I will no longer call you fish boy, Renner. Thank you so much. And he sticks a hand out. Renner will look at it. <laughs> Flip him off. Elspeth will like, reach across. He, he gripped his hand in yours like yeah. this. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, you've never done. Ah, oh, there we go. A handshake. Uh, a little less limp, a little less, give it a bit more grip there. Then he'll like grab it. And, like, oh, all right. A little less, but you're getting on to it. Hmm. Like you're holding a nice sword. You you got your trident there, like you're gripping your trident. Ah, lovingly. 
Loving Not like you grew up a trout. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, shall we? Yeah, yes. Uh, can you bring some food up in like 15 minutes? 15? For five a year, it'll be 20. 20. 20 minutes, but also it'll cost you. Uh, <laughs> what kind of meal are we eating? <laughs> Very fancy. 15 silver. Minus the 12 from the previous uh, gold piece. I mean, sure. That will mean three silver. I'll slide over five silver. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that will be up in a good 20, 30 minutes. As you can see, we don't have too much going at the moment. And it's around four o'clock. And so it's like, yeah, we really don't have much of a meal rush going on. Thanks, Steve. Certainly. I guess oh, we'll, no, no. we can all go up. <laughs> Get out of the trunk tank. Yeah, Azar's already hanging up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you five head upstairs, and it's the same, uh, the same room that Renner and Elspeth had, um, but. Significantly smaller now, given the fact that there's three extra bodies. Uh, is there, is, I'm assuming there are communal bathrooms, like outhouses or something, right? There's no, this isn't a fancy place where there's a, there's not, a t- not within the room, but there is one at the end of the hall. Cool. All right. Uh, well, Lady Elspeth should have one of the beds. Oh, I don't, I don't mind sharing. It's really oh. all right. Um, I was going to say, Nazar, after such a splendid, wonderful marvel of, of Renner's, like, uh, he's still in awe of Nazar's skill. Um, I, I believe I just Azar- hit him with the stick. Hmm? I just hit him with the stick. It's not just that hard. Stick. To death. You to hit death. him with the stick to death. It was wonderful. I would be proud to have you in my school. That's all I'll say. Uh, and I'm just, I whip out my uh, bedroll uh, onto the ground and just try and now, now that I'm freezing, get, get in on the blankets. And just. Oh, I'll like, ask him, what, oh, sorry. That's it. I'll ask him if he doesn't mind sitting against the door like he did last night. Oh yeah, I can, I can do that. Thank you. Can I? Um, and then yeah, Renner will kind of. I feel like he'll he'll sleep away from try and sleep kind of further away from anyone, but might nuzzle up to um, Amoa <laughs> sleeps at night. Okay, it is currently. About, or so first the meals come. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And as you all were like starting to like nuzzle in, um, Steve does is the one who does come up. It's like, oh, oh, all right. You all are, are you getting back to bed, but I, uh, I brought you some of the, well, 
As usual, let's try out. Yes, bring it in. Bring it in. Perfect. Perfect. I'll take that out. All right. Anything else I can get you? Just if you if you don't mind, and Elspeth will go over to uh, one of the the bags or whatever, and hand him some of the knucklehead trout that she and Renner butchered earlier. Could you just um? Could you go toss this to a uh, axe beaks at some point when you have a moment? Are they the bitey kind? They're a little bit bitey. Literally, you can just stand at a distance and throw it to them. They don't. It's it's fine. I just. I don't think I'll get a chance to get back down there. Because um, the last time I had to feed an axe beak, I lost my ring finger. You had all four, all, all ten fingers previously. Yes, I did. Good observation. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. <laughs> Wonderful. I can do that for you. Thank you. I'd very much appreciate it. And she'll uh, uh, tip him five silver as well. Oh, thank you very much for that. I'll make a game out of it. See if I can hit it into their mouths. Oh, they love that game. <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, yeah, if you just want to leave your plates at the door, I can pick it up after you're done. All right, Thank you very much, Steve. Have a good night. Afternoon. Who knows anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know... Trout, fish, surprisingly, this time no bacon. Very much similar to the meal you had in the morning. Um, but you eat it down, rest up, despite a very short afternoon. It's very eventful. But eventually, Salit finds you all. And as the hours pass by, darkness still coming through the window like it always has been, you awake to that same darkness. Time, unsure how much has passed, but you feel rested. I guess before going to bed, um, could we have also come up with a game plan of when to leave? in the morning like maybe oh, yeah. wake up a little earlier like so you went to bed around five before. four yeah I was, yeah <laughs> so maybe waking up around three maybe. four in the morning maybe yeah that sounds like a amazing yet horrible idea let's what? do it oh. <laughs> no it's fine ah. let's 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 do it wonderful All right. amazing but horrible does seem to be our brand so <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is a... whoever would like to um roll me a d20 and a d4 hmm. i'll roll d4 someone else roll a d20 four Ooh, okay and 11 are we are we level three at this point too yes you are got it i got some spells <laughs> Me too. So. I just, I just need my slots back, man. <laughs> Sleep finds you. You all awake, and you look outside, and you have no idea what time it is. 
Do we see the uh, sleds? You look down, or hmm. the configuration of it. Uh, unfortunately, the windows aim out at the back side, and the sled slash stables area was more a bit to the um, uh, what would be the southern side, which would be one of the sides. Uh, I will. Um, I'm going to sneak down and find a find a window or have to go outside to take a look you'd probably have to go outside right i uh i will sneak around and see if they are our friends are still here okay we'll, we'll be right back if you hear the owl come running <laughs> so yeah i'm going to stealth down roll me that d20 all right, what is stealth? I need to view my character sheet. It's a very philosophical question. But as I pull out my dictionary right here, I can't <laughs> thanks for this. Let's see here. Dirty, dirty 20. Dirty 20 for yes. stealth, which is secret or unobtrusive procedure. An aircraft design intended to produce a weak radar return. <laughs> well, we all learned a little bit about what stealth is. <laughs> so dirty 20. You sneak down, and as you get down, you notice that the half-elf is still facing to the table, but his human compatriot is not there. But you are able to go down the stairs and having only gone up them twice, up and down twice so far, um, you were able to find all the creaky bits and sidestep each of them. And then you get down to the base floor and with your natural posture of sneaking, you are able to avoid any from there as well. You make it to the door. You look outside. It's dark still. None of the um, uh, road torches have been lit at the moment. And you sneak around back and you look and you see the axe beaks are all kind of nestled together within the little overhang. Further in at the stables, you find the 18 dogs all kind of piled together in a little floof pile. Sleds are still there. Sneak, sneak back up. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, um, I'm actually going to <coughs> while I was, uh, yeah, I gotta go get my bedroll. Yeah, I'll go back up. Okay. You go back up as the other four begin to reinvigor themselves for the morning so um it, it appears that the the sleds are still here there is a uh, one the half elf is downstairs still sleeping the human is gone maybe they went up to the room maybe one they went out somewhere else maybe the dogs are outside as well as the sleds we should make our way to east haven now Understood. Um, 
Perhaps I should go down and um, try to get the axe beaks awake and ready to go. They seem to tolerate me. And uh, I might be able to slip by without uh, making too much noise and waking the dogs. Sounds like a good plan. Let's do this. As he rolls up his bedroll, preps everything in the backpack. Yes. Zarfra once not piled under coats. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily for the first time, but I guess for for most of you, you get to see Zara in her full figure. She's short, but built. Muscles, just like um, and you really didn't get to see that much underneath all of the piles and piles of coats. But as you five make your way down, uh, Donovan, your sneak can carry over, but everybody else, stealth checks. Hmm. Didn't like that sound. It's a nine for Elspeth. We want to uh, add a D6 to that, perhaps. Oh, yes. Let's, well, let's see whatever, what everyone else gets. Yeah. If there's a D by it, is it a disadvantage? That is yes, due to your armor. Yes. Great, wonderful. Oh! Very good. Wow. Who knew? Okay. So, I will say this. Everybody, aside from Elspeth, is also able to Navigate the very creaky stairs. Um, I'm actually carrying Elspeth. Uh, <laughs> she's still but, uh, Yeah. Despite creaking in the stairs. Um, yeah, everybody, I would say, except for Donovan, also notices that the building itself kind of just naturally creaks. And all in all, you all feel pretty stealthy as you make your way out. Donovan, for the first time, having to wake up to this kind of weather. Yeah. You inhale, and it immediately, you can feel it all the way down into your lungs. It is dry, it is cold, and unfortunately, this, again, morning, um, it's a bit windy. Luckily, I have extra coats now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let us just, I'm trying to be quiet as possible and just like trying to get a move on away from these guys as quickly as we can. Okay. You five approach the axe speaks and slowly as each one of them just kind of like a... Wow. 
dangle dangle a little bit of trout and sort of like beckon to them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you don't know if they're related or not, but they kind of have already a sibling vibe about the three. And you notice as Ricky's the first one to peek up, it's just like <laughs> and boots snowball who or snowflake who kind of gets up and then the, they all kind of clutter over and then boulder is just like the slowest one to rise and be like notices and kind of still kind of half-lidded stretches up stretches the back and then just kind of plods on over no rush for boulder it's fine as long as he's being quiet yep i'll just kind of like bring them around to like sort of the front of the building uh where i will then give them obviously their Mm -hmm. their traits all right all right um i know it's early but we are going to have to get going so eat up and then we're all going to go all right okay he continues talking to them like they understand her uh whoever is deciding to ride first um as the i guess controller of their axe speak roll an animal handling check okay Okay. Uh, what's my animal handling modifier? Right. Fourteen. Fourteen. Snowball and Ricky begin to take off. Boulder with a moa on top is slowly plodding along. But noticing that its siblings are ahead begins to pick up its pace a bit, but it is still still kind of waking up. And all of a sudden, with the added weight of an Amoa on top, Boulder's slowly plodding behind. All right, East Haven. As you begin to make your way to East Haven, um, heading up to- northwards towards the east way, I'd like uh, Azar, Elspeth, and Renner to make me perception checks. What check, please? Perception. Perception, perception checks. 15 for Elspeth. Oh, eight. Sorry, I'm just finding. Uh... I'm just having fun writing, Ricky. <laughs> 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 and and oh, three dirty twenties in a row. Let's nice. Else or Azar is having a lot of fun being in the wind that doesn't feel like much. The warmth from that ring just allowing Azar to be as naturally as she does is very much enjoying the ride. Meanwhile, Elspeth and Renner, as you ride out in the first. 10, 15 minutes, you see out of the corner of your left side eye towards the woods, just a figure about 50 feet away from you, just running out of the trees like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, uh, Renner will instantly tap uh, Azar and just kind of point in the direction because he's behind you. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, I think Elspeth will do I similar sort of to Donovan. Donovan? 
I know you're enjoying this, but um. <laughs> you uh, begin to do we see left. what's chasing him? <laughs> um, you don't see anything chasing him at the moment, as he has is just a... broken through the tree line. Uh, is he running towards us? Um, you see him running out, and then. Oh yeah, he sees you, and he's like, oh, "Okay," and you see right. him starting to run towards you. All right, I am going to then hop off and pull an uh, an error an arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, pull a bow out and ready in action to shoot a ma creature that's threatening creature that I see. Okay, whatever creature is chasing this, unless it's a human. So or you humanoid. pull it up, dock it, and pull, and immediately the man just like, oh, no, 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 no. At this point, he's about 40 feet away, and he's like, ah, ah, please. Not you. What's chasing you? Oh, nothing's chasing me, but I um, uh, uh, saw a thing. Can you put your bow down, please? And I'll drop it. What, what do you mean you saw a thing? And what, if you're not being chased, why are you making noise? Well, um... Can I... As I, I lower the bow. Okay, um... Do, do you... Where, where do you... Where, where do you five come from? No, 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 no. What is it that you saw? Oh, uh, well, I, I was wondering because uh, are you familiar what happened in Goodmead? The death of the mm-hmm. speaker, yes. Yes, okay. So he sent five, or not he, but th- th- f- f- five militia men went out and, um, hi, one second, let me recall my name really quick. <laughs> So Frank. Oh my God! When quite scared, aren't you? When when he when when you said you remember what happened in mid good meat, I was about to be like the deaf boy. The deaf boy. God, never gonna live that one down, am I? All right, there we go. Okay, okay. Um, so hey hey, my my name is Feff Feff Morin, and um. I I hunt, and I live in Goodmead, and, well, I was out and about, and I saw the, well, I found the militia. Uh, you... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that they weren't uh, just sitting around a campfire sharing stories. No, they were sitting around. Did they have the holes in them? No, worse. Worse? They were eaten? No, actually, that's 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 worse than that. You know, we could continue playing 20 questions, but it's very cold out and you seem very scared, so why don't you just tell us what happened? So I was out hunting and um... <laughs> Oh my god. As you know, I'm a hunter. My name's Fef. Sorry, it's a lot of... Oh, okay. I was out. I was just going to make eyes at all of his compatriots. My name is Fef. No one land. What? I'm sorry, continue. What? 
and um, I was out hunting. Yes, we've established you were out hunting. And what did you see? Them. You found the militia. In what state were they? Were they in pieces? Were they injured? Were were they? they were in a single piece, but their head was very ooh. Wonderful. That wasn't so Azar so could hard. have uh, done something to them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. She... Don't oh, judge. Okay. Very l- large, <laughs> probably thing. Right, okay, so heads were crushed in? Yeah, so like if you have a neck here and your shoulders and it's like, mm-hmm. ugh. But like even more. Oh, I've done that before. Yes. Okay, uh, uh, yes. hold on. Fef? Fef? Fef. Fef. Fep? F E F. Uh, uh, hold on a moment. Just one moment. Uh, and I turn to the guys and like, I think we should go and investigate this. I don't want, uh, and maybe we send this guy away somewhere. So yes, we don't I do not want to have to deal with that one. Yeah, no, he's not coming with us. Oh, Project. I'm not coming with you, no. Could he hear us as he pulls so us like aside in our little, okay. The bro what? rolled a natural 20 on his perspective. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Audio. I will go and face death rather than listen to this guy. You would rather face death than listen to Feth. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Right, okay, can you give us any sense of the direction uh. from which you came? Do you remember? Did Follow you... my feet, my footsteps. Wonderful. They're in the woods, it's very unlikely that they would get blown over by this wind. Wonderful. Very good. Uh, was there also... Um, a reward for killing whatever this creature was. Was that, uh, or does the new speaker have to pay for that? Um, I don't know anything about a reward. I can't give you a reward. I, I, I don't really have much as he sh- shows off his um, wares, per se. Um, and you see some pelts and stuff. Um, most interesting for all of you that you noticed that on his back, is um, a small little wooden cage. And in it is a very frazzled looking um, Arctic fox. Oh, baby. Right. Um. Um, I, Donovan, I do seem to recall that Steve told us, Steve or one of the men at the funeral told us that um, the economy has been sort of bust since, you know, that shipment of mead was mm. stolen. That said, we should probably go, can't believe I'm about to say this, kill whatever is in there. Ah. And what is with yeah. the creature on your back, Feth? What is that? Uh, oh, this is um, something I, I, I caught. It's, uh, it's a fox. What are you what going you to do with to... it? Mm-hmm. Beat me to it, mess. <laughs> right. Sell it to whoever wants to eat it. We'll take that off your hands. Yes, how much do you want for the fox? <laughs> for the fox? Um. Yes, please. Two please. gold! Fine. And then he'll actually take, yeah, he'll take out two gold and he'll chuck it at Feth. And then grab the, I know, I know, and then he'll look to his arm and be like, well, I mean, come on, man. like, <laughs> and then take the, uh... <laughs> so he, he, he grabs it out of the snow, pockets it, and then he takes off the back, um, 
And you notice that it's like it's kind of like a sling hooked wood piece that kind of just hooks over his shoulders and then he places it down and on top of that is like a rack that the cage sits on and he's like um perfect and then he'll actually take that whole thing that he had like the whole backpack device thing and he'll put it on i'll need that you if you want it that's okay thank you very much we're going to go that's another five gold and he's runner's just gonna start walking off and Feff is gonna continue to follow that's fine. If he keeps talking, that's fine. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I need that back. It's, it, it's what holds all of my... Yes, yes, quite. Thank you, Feth. Thank you. You said five gold, and then he'll throw five gold at him. Okay. <laughs> well then, pockets it. Safe, safe, safe travels as he begins to make his way back to town. <laughs> oh, thank God he's gone. <laughs> oh. I'm going to be gone. <laughs> um, you, you know, there's no one else here. Donovan, you could just shoot him when his back is turned. No one would know. This bit. So I So it just gives Elspeth a sideways glance like, what the heck? <laughs> she is completely like neutral face the entire time she says that. She's just like, you, know, you could do that. As she's steering Snowflake. Uh, oh. Along after, uh, yeah, right. and I'm just like I, I, mm, I understand that I maybe jumped the gun a little bit with the one with the eyes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose I could, uh, but I don't feel like it. I, I mean, it's up to it's really up to you. I don't. Anyway, um, Renner, are you fine walking down there? Do you want to hop on? One of the axe beaks. You're right. I'm sorry. It was just kind of a spur of the no, moment no, no. thing. No, Quite was... all right. I just. I'm going to hop back up as well. Mm-hmm. Hop back behind Azar. Onward. And as With you begin. mascot, the ice fox. The Arctic ice fox. <laughs> you um, begin to take the axe beaks within the forest. And the initial first few trees is pretty easy to navigate with them. But as you go deeper and deeper into these woods, the spacing between the trees become more erratic and tighter. And you find yourself having to basically, because of their their size, just kind of weaving in and out. And it is taking it is taking a, a an amount of time just to navigate with them as opposed to like the open plane that you were on before. Does it look like it would be easier to lead them on foot or that we have to leave them behind? You don't know how thick it gets later. Um, Right now, you have the feeling that if you walked, it would be at a similar pace than as if you were riding with them. Okay. So we just continue to weave through. Okay. And easily enough, you find you continue to follow Feth's trail because it is not subtle at all. Um, plowed. Yeah, it's just like a... <laughs> with how thick the trees are, it, it's only about at most a foot of snow in, in places. Unlike outside where it's like two, three feet all the way up to the midsection in some places. 
But as you walk, you find that the trail continues further and further deeper in. And eventually you find not a clearing, but a little, a little more space in which you can easily <coughs> find what Feth was very poorly describing. You see the five members of this militia strewn about on the ground and their heads caved very, very deep within. Some of oh. their heads just completely kind of knocked off. Bit, the very bit of tissue. Yeah. Like to circle around, see if we can see like tracks. I mean, whatever killed them must have left. So, mm-hmm. roll me a survival check. Oh, yay, my favorite. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Now let's put on this music. Um, if oh. you're hearing music right now, folks, oh. it is uh, due to Sirenscape. Thank you, Sirenscape, for allowing us to subscribe and use your service. Sorry, that was a fourteen. Yeah. Um, easily you can see the scuffle. That had happened here. A lot of shifting movement, blood splattered about, weapons strewn that way, broken bones and all that. And you can easily see where footsteps came. And you're not too deep into the woods, and you can guess that they came from Goodmead's direction. Um, you can see Feth's legs going from one way and then out the other. And then you see a large set of tracks massive footprints leading further into the woods. James, are you playing music? I am. I clicked something. I don't hear oh, anything. No, it stopped playing. Ah. Is this one of those things that only does it one round ago? Yep. Let's try that one. <laughs> that looks that looks better. Nope. It's over. Hmm. This one seems to be longer. Maybe it was just a dramatic sting. Yeah. Instead of that. yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Gonna keep playing? Nope. It, oh, it's something continuing to play. Okay. Well, we'll leave it on and hopefully it's not annoying. If it is, let Thomas know and I'll stop it. Cool. Anyway. So. Yes, that is what you find. A lot of smaller tracks that you can easily tell are from the humans. Um, and then where Feth came out from, as well as tracks leading further deeper in. Hey, well, uh, we were right. Whatever it was, was really big. And it went that way. At this point in the direction of the tracks. Uh, so do we go after it? Mm-hmm. When Azar points out the direction that the tracks go, um, I want to look at the trees, and does it look like 
this creature like are like they're like broken tree branches or something like this was a large creature that had to like force their way through the trees so what you find well let's pick that music um you notice that the pine trees that surround you the lowest boughs are good 10 12 feet up none of them seem to be particularly disturbed um you do see a couple in the direction of the larger feet snapped a bit but nothing where it was like hitting the maybe 20 feet tall okay Very. Hmm. Shall we follow? Shall we continue? Absolutely. I think perhaps we should leave the axe beaks here. Mm. I don't. I think we should I bring them think... with us, at least until we figure out where it went. We might need to get away quickly. But if it does come back here, does it look like any of these guys have been eaten? Or not? No eating on this one. Crushed. All right. Well, let's keep them with. But if uh, if it comes down to it, I, I think comes we down to it, we run, split and scatter. Yeah. So follow the tracks, huh? Sounds good to me. So you continue further down, or in, per se. Yes, continuing. Uh, did they? Did the, the? Did the people look like they have anything of? Like, if there are extra arrows, I might grab those. Uh, you do see a couple, or not a couple. Well, you look around, taking time. You can get about six salvageable ones. Does does it look like they fought? Or they were just... Uh, it looks like there was a scuffle. Um, but it was ended quickly. Whoever fought these things, it was way out of the malicious depth. Right. All right. And I grab up some arrows, put them in the quiver, I guess. Are there any daggers? You can find a couple. Great. If I can find two, I'd like to keep one, and I'd like to hand one to Renner. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, they're very simple. Nothing descript about them. They're serviceable. That's all we need. (laughs) (laughs) Right. uh, We shall continue along our path. Uh, I can... Hmm. I'm terrible tracking, but I'm quiet. I can, I can sort of lead the axe beaks along the route if you want to keep an eye out around us. All right, I will. Uh, I'll okay. go ahead, like thirty feet. Okay. And you stealth it. I am going to stealth. Sixteen. Ooh, sixteen. So, uh, 
you all are walking with your axe beaks at the moment? Yes. Okay. Uh, could you tell me the marching order? Uh, so Donovan, you're in front. Then I think Elspeth is going to be next, about 30 feet back, on Snowflake. On Snowflake, okay. And I guess Amo in the middle and me and Renner in the back. And Azar's is going to be keeping a lookout. Shouldn't be too hard to see something big, but there's lots of trees around. That is true. As you look around, it is trees on trees on trees, and the snow begins to, every now and then, when the wind up above is strong enough, you see little tufts just kind of glitter down. Yeah, a lot of the snow has accumulated on the upper branches. And every now and then you were able to see the fluffs of a mass of snow just go as just it accumulates so much. You continue to walk. Donovan, eyes keeping out, Azar keeping out. Donovan feeling pretty good about stealthing in the snow. And thankfully here, there's a less of a layer where there's less of a track that you make. The other flower, plus the axe beaks, um, make a bit more, and the axe beaks aren't necessarily the most subtle of creatures, as they kind of just like... Every now and then just kind of making their normal bird sounds as they do, as they kind of adjust every now and then. Elspeth. As you walk. And, oh, let's see. Let's see how well. Okay. Um, immediately, after going about two hours into this forest, you turn your head to the left, and you turn to the right, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> a snowball hits your face. Uh, immediately turn to look in the direction that it came from. Um, none of you see anything, and Donovan, you do hear that <laughs> from Elspeth, as you turn around, you don't see anything, but you just hear the love. What the? What the? What on earth? Renner, you feel on your back the fox starting to like paw at the cage. I'll look around. If I hear that noise, I'd like to look around and see if I see any more of my little Chewinga friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roll a perception check for me. You do not see anything. And as you look around, you try to look about and you just see one just sail clear over your head and you look over there and you just see a little bit of a tuft of something 
peeking out of the snow and little giggles coming there. Meanwhile, Renner, on your back, the fox continues to paw at the cage. Uh, do I see the tuft as well or no? Like, do we all see it at this point? Uh, eventually you all are able to lock on as Azar's gaze looks around and then locks on. Okay, if if we see it, and it doesn't seem, if it's giggling and it doesn't seem aggressive, Renner is actually going to hop off the, uh, the, the axe beak, mm-hmm. um, especially feeling the little, the arctic fox kind of pawing and stuff like that. I want to take off the thing and then see where it's pawing towards, like if it's... Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a, I'm not an animal handler, but you know to see if it like knows what this thing is. Uh, what you get from looking at the fox, it is clearly pawing in the direction of Aww. where the little tuft is. Uh, okay. Excuse me. Know. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, to the tuft, and then kind of hold out the the cage. It's be like, does this belong to you? And. For the first time that you get to see, as Amoa and Azar were the only ones who saw the first, um, the first one, you see a little figure pop up, and it's got a little mask with white all around, but then some red lines. This one just two double slashes across the face, and the tuft you see is um, a straw, a little straw hat that comes down and then over its shoulders is just like this massive straw poncho that just kind of encircles it. And you see little green legs popping out of the bottom. And it stares at you as you hold the fox. And the fox is just like pawing at the cage. The twinga is like, "Mm?" holds out an arm. Uh, Renner will look back to the group and be like, well, all right. The last one giving me a spoon. <laughs> I'll pull up my little spoon. A spoon, you say? Oh, I could use a dingle hopper. And then he'll, uh, pull, <laughs> uh, he'll pull up the, uh, or however it opens and like try to fumble with it to let it loose, mm-hmm. the little arctic fox. It's a, it's a interesting contraption. It ca- or the backside just slides up. Ah, and you figure out how Feff created it pops it open and slides up and the arctic fox just like juts out and then stops in front of the tw- uh, little spirit and the spirit looks at the um, fox gives a little head the fox goes mm. and then they both go like this and then you see a little bit of rustling within the uh, poncho and out of it pops out a berry and then the fox just goes in its mouth, chews on it, and then it begins to nestle up next to this small creature, at which the small creature hops on top. Looks at you, Renner. That's so cute. Oh. (laughs) I mean, mm. (laughs) Goes from below, grabs a bit of snow, and just tosses it up. And for the amount of snow, it all of a sudden seems to shower you with little blue sparkles. You are bestowed with a charm of animal conjuring. Animal conjuring? Yes. Do I know this? You, yes you do. In terms of 
you just feel the ability to now do this thing, which is, where are you? Uh, supernatural gifts. Huh? Where are you? Ah, oh, there we go. Which allows you to use the conjure animal spell three times. Oh. Cool. <gasps> thank you. And here's the link to that spell. Ah, thank conjure you. a dolphin and ride into battle. <laughs> so long. <laughs> exactly. Conjure an orca. And just have a conversation. See, you can look over that. But as the dust, um, blue little specks begin to float down on top of you, the small spirit gives a very high ho silver pose <laughs> with the fox <laughs> and then rides off Cute. into the woods. Did the fox have a like bridle and saddle on it? It did not, but it was holding on to the tufts on the bird. What did the fox say? Um, let's see. Here. He said that cost you seven gold pieces. <laughs> we we really oh, do need that was very nice of you, Renner. Discussion about economics oh. at some point, but maybe not when we're in the middle of um, mm. pursuit. Ah, uh, right. No, it was. Uh, well, I mean, we were definitely not going to eat it. And oh, God, no. I don't know what else to do with it, and it seemed like it knew that thing. What did you call it, Azar? What is that? Oh, that was not a character. <laughs> it's just, as far as Azar oh, knows, it's oh. just the tiny spirit. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Two of an eye. Oh. <laughs> Quite. It is very interesting. There, There is a lot of magics in this part of the world. Mm. We don't... They're friendly. Really different. They are different. Yeah. I I have a feeling it might not have been friendly if we hadn't freed its friend. So good thinking on your part. Oh, yeah. Now I have this interesting backpack. So. All right. Now there's a giant creature out here that's waiting to kill us. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not waiting. Oh, me too. Are <laughs> we? I'm going to go take the lead again. I will follow. Onward you go as you make your way through the woods. Um, Donovan, make me a perception check. Oh, I'm fantastic at those. I'm sure it's a plus one, so I'll just roll that. Three. Three. Well, at the very least, you continue to follow the tracks. It's not a one. And it's not a one. And even if it were a one, it's like these are very apparent tracks that you would not be able to lose. But after that small brief encounter with the spirits, that would have been two hours into the woods. And as you walk, three hours, four hours, five hours. At about six hours, you get to see just peeking out of some of the trees, the faintest of orange glows. 
You get the sense that it's maybe around two o'clock. I thought we would be in East Haven by now. We're still following these tracks? Mm Mm-hmm. And the tracks are continuing? Continuing on. Even the broken and stuff like like the... Yeah. It's not subtle in any way. It's not like this, whatever this creature is, is trying to hide or sneak around. Hmm. It's just going back to somewhere. And definitely about three hours in, I'm like, we've gone too far to turn back now. It's it's, it's any minute now. Any minute. At at the six hour mark, as we're still going, I am going to kind of check in on the axe beaks and see if they look like they're getting exhausted or anything like we need to pause for a bit for them. Not necessarily exhausted. It seems like they're getting a little irksome with having not being able to travel in a straight line. Right. They have to bob and weave. And at some points you do step on and off um, because of a particularly high route that um, Donovan failed to see. Um, and it coax them over. Okay. <laughs> yep, lots of bribery is happening. <laughs> <laughs> but around the seven hour mark, you notice that the topography it's a little less flat and starts the incline starts to go up just a little bit. Oh, just what we need, elevation. Wonderful. Continuing. So does it feel like we are heading east or west or We're heading north? North. North good meat. Kind of varying. So on the map, are we yeah. in the, are we in those woods? Oh, let's see. Where am I? I'm on the wrong page. Uh, let's see down there. Yeah, and would you we are have... in the woods. Oh, okay. We um, haven't hit the east way yet. You have not. No. So it's yeah more north or excuse me. I I yeah yeah it's more west uh, northwest that you've been heading. Uh, we continue. Uh, oh. Donovan, uh, actually, where actually, are you taking us? What is going we should, on? Uh, I think we should sit down for a minute and just kind of figure out what we are going to do. Uh, eventually, well, this... I, I believe we'll get to bring Shander if we don't find this thing. Mm. Well, I mean... makes just as much sense to keep going forward as Agreed. to turn around to go back. I'm just surprised we haven't come across a creature, the creature yet. Like how can I do a little back roll and then back rolls and then see <laughs> how when we saw the bodies, how long did it look like they had been there? Well, you Was know, it a fresh kill? Was it a based on what um, all? I believe it was all of us that told you. Uh, so there was the, um, I guess, service for. Uh, Kendrick reels. Oh, not him. I'm talking about the militia. Yeah, so she told you that, and they left roughly the time that his body was recovered and brought back. So, at most, it was a day or two. Oh, then yes. I'm surprised we haven't come across the creature. I would think that whatever this was would have stopped somewhere or gotten tired or, and we just keep, it just keeps going. Yeah, I, I find it somewhat um, interesting that it is still 
it's really and, big, so it probably has an easier time. It can step over the fallen trees and things we have to go around, and mm. you know, the snow wouldn't bother it. Mm. If it lives out here, the cold probably doesn't bother it either. Mm. Any idea what it is? Besides it big. uses a weapon, so... Um, I'm making a nature check on the feet, footprints. Go ahead. Yeah. Five. <laughs> Five. Yeah, get them all out. Just get all those rolls out. <laughs> I, believe yep. are, I believe we are hunting a penguin. Ah, what is a penguin? Penguin. Are you seeing penguin? A very returned no, man no, wearing black and white clothing. Ah. <laughs> I just wanted to hear someone's description of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, penguins. I penguins are not usually. Uh, I don't know what we are looking at. Mm. Are these even tracks? <laughs> They're just obvious tracks. Very <laughs> obvious tracks. Ah, uh, well, uh, apparently to Bryn Shander. I suppose we should just keep going then. Hmm. Sorry, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, I'll just... Round a trout for the axe beat. <laughs> Round a trout. <laughs> you guys get a brief break. Um, but after that break, um, let's say it was 20 minutes, you continue onward. And... Finally, you see something different. As you are noticing the rising incline, it only goes up to basically a hillside, a little hillscape that is there. And at the center of one of the larger hills, you begin to see a stream that meets your area, frozen, leading upwards into a cave mouth. Is that a cave? I'm losing you a bit. A uh, cave mouth, yes. Okay. As mm. you approach closer, the frozen stream right now to your left, this cave mouth actually breaks off into three. So there's like three tunnels in the cave? Yeah, so the immediate entrance you see, uh, a, let's say, westward or yeah, Northwestern Tunnel, North Tunnel, and Northeastern Tunnel. A little W, per se. Okay. Hmm. What do you say we tie the axe beaks up out here and do a little exploring? Yes, that seems we like a... try to get it to come out. Hmm. Hey, well, if Amoa can make us some fire and we take a little bit of the meat, I can make it smell really good. Oh. And we know this thing, it like attacked the um, the shipment, so it probably likes people food. And so if you like make it smell like food from outside, maybe it'll come out and try to get some. Because if it's really big, we probably don't want to go inside a cave. Hmm. It'll just smush us like those guys. Is they is it? Is the, the water that is frozen, so you're saying it goes into the cave, though, right? So there's like a stream that goes yeah, through the cave? Yeah, the stream cave. goes into the uh, northwestern entrance. I mean, I'm 
I, I do agree, as I think that is a good idea. Maybe, maybe we should try that. But uh, if that does not work, I would love to follow the water because I'm sure where you follow the water source, you will find it. From Which what one? I understand, uh, the northeast. You said the northwest. The northwest. The northwest corridor, cave. So let us uh, let us set up this fire <laughs> and cook some meat. This is a good idea. And as, he, so, uh, as Donovan pulls out a, a, a small book and starts kind of flipping through it. Like, oh, yeah. no, oh, yeah. uh-huh. Oh, now that makes sense. Although, makes I, I sense. want to make the meat smell like cooking bacon. That's like the best smelling thing in the world. Okay. <laughs> How close are you to the uh, triway cave entrances? Probably like make the fire like just under the lip of the cave so that the um, smell gets carried inside to wherever it is. Not don't want to go too far. Okay, so when you approach this um, the triway, it, it there is a bit of a concave to it before you reach the actual entrances into the cave. So if it were a dome like this, this top open portion is that northern area, and then where the, my thumbs are sticking out are basically the two other branching paths. So you would have to get pretty Into close. And right now, um, depending on which entrance you go up to, uh, I will tell you what you see. Huh. Wait, well, so it's three separate entrances or one entrance that goes three ways? It's a big concave portion um, that then splits off into three. So okay, so it's three separate entrances. Three separate entrances. Okay, yeah. I was, I had it the other way around. I was thinking it was one entrance and then it split three ways. Gotcha. Alright, well, just we'll just start at where the water is then. This Does is it like, look like washed the smell in there. Where do the foot tracks go? The foot tracks? Donovan, you're such a smart person. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to create this elaborate thing and you're like, where's the track? Which way did the tracks go into? Ah. Okay. So, we'll lose them where the cave entrance is. Yeah, so the north e uh, northwest is where the frozen stream goes. Then there's the north. Your tracks go into the northeastern one. Mm. That's where the water is? Northwest is where the water is. Northwest is where the foot goes. So the north, this northeastern... I just need oh, to make a crappy you. drawing of this. Yeah, yeah. Why Perhaps do you need you a crappy should... drawing when I... <gasps> Show you a map. Dun, dun, dun. Come to a map. Let's see. Let's open that up. It's a big boy map. Just so you know, Thomas. It's very All large. Right. Zooming out, out, out. It's so large. Oh. I don't see. Ah! But you all are on this side. What are we looking at? I don't like how much of that this is the cave. player view. Oh, I also don't like seeing what I see in the upper right-hand corner. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, what in the upper right-hand corner? <laughs> but yes, so I this is what you should see. head to the... Let's avoid the uh, northeast, shall we? Say. <laughs> um, okay, I that is exactly where we should go. Yeah, exactly right. All right, so are we? I'm not taking the axe beaks into the cave. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So Tie him up to the nearest tree. That, I mean, there's the further tree line behind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to go get yeah. them settled somewhere, and um, I don't want them to run off, but I also hesitate to tie them up because I want them to be able to run away if we all get killed. I feel they'll be all right, Elspeth. They, they have beaks they can chew through. And... All right. Um... She will very reluctantly go back to a ways to the tree line. She'll collect all of the axe beaks and take them over and get them settled down yeah. uh, by a tree. And um, Daryl trained them well. Excellent. As they stand at attention, um, some of them kind of shifting, Boulder being the most steady. Always Boulder. All right, just um, <laughs> be good and we'll be back dump a pile of trout, trout bits in front of them and head off these, these axe are going to be overweight real quick <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it like it's like cat treat style where I'm like, like the one little bite like no 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 keep going no 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 keep going like, here's a knucklehead trout yeah <laughs> oh no we're doing we're doing tiny portions I gotta save some for Renner yeah <laughs> Love a good sashimi. Run into his mouth if you can. <laughs> Here you go, fish boy. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, well, right. here we are. We have access. So this Who? is what you're saying. Then is we are. This is these. There are three different caves. Is what you're saying. Yes. Where? Um. Okay. So the footsteps that you notice go this way. And over here is the frozen stream. Oh, so this is, there is another way this way. I can't see past that, so. Yes. Anything yeah. black, I am not allowing you to see. Oh, um, okay. Sorry, Renner, I, just zoomed, uh, I just zoomed out of the map and saw something in the bottom right-hand corner that I am nervous about as well. Um, Renner, are you able to see in the dark? Uh, I am not, unfortunately, no. But wait, really? Tritons can't see in the dark? I don't believe no. can I. I no. don't think so. No. They they don't don't no um, <laughs> and Azar, you also will need a light source, correct? Azar just picks up a rock and makes it shine. Oh, 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 oh! Hold on, hold on. I uh, uh, I can lead the way. I can see in the dark. Oh. Um, Renner does have dark vision. I do. Thank you. I know that <laughs> he Sorry. forgets that he can see in the dark until Lady Elspeth taps him on the shoulder and says, "You can see. Oh, remember, remember how we sat in the dark, staring at each other all night last night, two nights ago." Ah, that was right. I can see in the dark. Um, hmm. Amoa cannot, though. For some reason, I thought That's... I couldn't. Um, well, uh, I still think it's probably worthwhile me kind of heading in, sneaking ahead a little bit. And again, I, I will shout if anything tries to kill me. Um, I can also uh, search for traps as, as I go along. Which which way? Zara's just holding some fish in a pan over fire. It's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which way have we decided? I'm sorry. Uh, so, I'll... I, well, I mean, so if there's fish that has started, then uh, we should wait and see what happens. Hmm. Okay. 
uh, and get into a strategic position, um, hmm. perhaps. All right. Like hiding behind this tree right here. <laughs> For a, uh, Can I take that rock that I put light on and just throw it down in the cave as far as I can? Okay. You throw? Yeah. You huck it, and you hear it go tink as you just see it bend slightly towards the right. Okay. Well, at least I'll be able to see if something comes around the corner. Um, where where's my thing? I need my thing. Julie, do the thing. I need. I need this one. Yes. So on the northeastern cave, as you throw that light there, um, yours is a pretty consistent glow. But you do see further as it hooks, just like the faintest of flicker. Just like a... A glow, okay. Yeah. But yes, your rocks resides within the snow there. Some of it blown in from the. Outside. What is anyone else doing? Just gonna move over and kind of uh, position herself on the back line, as is the way of the cleric. <laughs> Amoa, seeing what's happening, will try and just go behind this rock area over here. Uh, and honestly, Renner, personality-wise, he's he's into this idea, but he he does want to kind of go over to the stream. He's been missing water and kind of lurk in the uh, opening there. Mm-hmm. And it's about. And if he can see, because I don't know if he now apparently has dark vision. Um, if he can see down into the cave, something he will go a little bit in it, with an eye shot of Donovan, so Donovan can still see. But yours is sixty feet, right? Sixty feet. Yep. Okay. As you look down, the slowly the way becomes more grayscale, and. Look down, you are able to see the creek winding a bit further down. You do see that the tunnel hooks a bit to the right, but then also continues down before your vision can no longer see anymore. Do I see the the stream frozen all the way through, or can I see it breaking? Okay. It is currently all the way frozen. It's about at its widest points, maybe about three feet wide. And at the okay. point that you can see right now by your feet, it's at most two feet deep. Okay. Yeah, I'll hang out there for a minute. Mm -hmm. And as you wait, the smell of the fish frying. Bacon. Or the <laughs> fish smelling like bacon. You wait. And wait. And we, a good 10 minutes pass by and 
nothing is currently coming. Um, within the ten minutes, Renner will have secretly started to go up this way. Okay. He's not being a dick. He's just very bored and wants to continue things. So he does want to come in here and look down this way, or whatever way he can see. Okay. Let's see. Let me make sure. Oh, let me see. Are you what... stealthing or not? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you need a roll, or are you okay? You don't need a roll. What are you doing? And. Uh... Okay. Can I um uh, add something to that, you guys? Is that okay? Well, speaking of that, Duke Fleet just gave us 500 oh. bits for one more inspiration. Thank oh, you. That thanks. Just four total. Mm. Um, that's so... I mean, he was doing this without the will of the group, so I don't want to actually ask you guys if it's okay, because I feel like that's selfish. Which is well, nice, This is but... just perception, right? To see? It's no, this is stealth. stealth. Oh. Don't you have disadvantage on that? We want to be okay, loud. Yeah, disadvantage. Roll another d twenty. Oh, cool! I can. You're right. I can get lower. <laughs> so you're rocking a six. Yeah. Uh, no, I think we want to draw this thing out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's good. No, that's good. Tra la 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 la. Azar does feel a, a, a tap on her shoulder. Yeah, and then from and you turn around and and there's nothing there, but Donovan is over on the other side, like kind of like. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was gonna ask because of the angle that I'm at, where I can see everything. Can, I have noticed Renner slowly getting deeper in. Um. Oh, with that stealth, yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's more of a march. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think if I noticed Renner going fully in, I would have been kind of slowly making yeah. my way over here. He was trying to be stealthy. <laughs> too. Keeping an eye. Tried it over the back and he's just like... <laughs> Apologies for the... Uh, uh, the... <laughs> I think that's so funny. That's his sign name now. In the, in the deaf community, this is now his sign name. Adar right. will sigh be like, oh well. Just like start eating fish to start walking <laughs> that way. Chaotic group. So, as you turn and look down the hallway here, you're able to look down and you see the faintest glow of torchlight. <gasps> as you see a tall figure which would normally be tall, but is currently sitting down. <laughs> and it is working um, with its hands, kind of its back side back towards you. And you see a large top knot on its head with more hair flowing further down. And it is wrapped in different furs and you can see pants and you see a small, um, not, well, small for its size, about, a shield the size of your waist all the way up to your top on its left arm and a spear that is a good nine ten feet tall and as, as you soon as oh good you I was gonna walk say... in and you <laughs> well, I don't walk in I just <laughs> I go to where I... <laughs> I... right to where I'm in I, uh... 
Because as I was gonna just say, you can continue, but as soon as I see the spear, he's gonna head straight back to the group <laughs> or attempt to. As la- yeah, exactly, exactly, JP. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, as you are creeping in and you're stepping, you don't notice a rock as you're kind of like going up along the side here and it just kind of crumbles from your hand and you're like oh and as you look and you do this quick once over the thing turns its head and y'all are familiar with who's from the um dr seuss movie the one with the jim carrey the grinch Not, yes but i will look yeah. right now um how they have kind of the longer nose yeah. Very gray-skinned, giant-looking being oh. turns toward you, brown eyes, and notices that you're in its home. And as you begin to be like, oh, shit, it stands <laughs> up, grabs a spear, and hucks it towards you. In this reaction, since we're now level three, correct? <laughs> He's going to cast shield immediately. Well, wait to see if you need it. Yeah. What does it huck at? Mm-hmm. So that description seems like it's not one of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking that the whole time. I was thinking. Of... Oh, no, not a Yeti. No. Knucklehead um, throat? No. Not a knucklehead throat? No. Oh god, uh, if only it were just a trout. But it hucks a spear, and luckily you are somewhat behind the rocks, and it just cleaves or hits right above your head as you are showered by a bunch of stone. I need everybody to roll initiative. Uh, he's going to yell, mollusks, and, and hopefully it'll <laughs> echo throughout the... <laughs> The whole thing. Okay, everybody to... roll an initiative. Okay, hold on. Sorry. Meanwhile, let me open this up a bit so you Sorry, can guys. see. Sorry, guys. We had to get this started. The downside of this, it seems like there's more than one of these. No. I don't know why you would think that. What are you talking about? Then I need one of you. When it comes to the right, they'll at least have to run through some fire first, so. Oh, oh, I see. Oh. Oh, while we're doing that, uh, where would you like to stick a uh, fire? Uh, right. Oh, yeah. um, one space forward and to the right of his sort of slit, just like in the very mouth of it. Okay. Uh, I need my marketplace purchases. I need you. I need to roll this down. Ooh, nice. And here? Yeah, right there. Cool. So the spear gets hucked. Renner will say you were right about here. Is that okay? Uh, sorry. Uh, let me check. I moved yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And then it collides with the um rock face, and it's like my home. And in common. Yes, in common. Well, let us see here. That is twenty-five to twenty. Uh, a star of 20. Zara at 20. 
20 to 15. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, and let me roll for a moment too. Yeah. 11 for Donovan when you get there. For Donovan. Okay. So that would mean Donovan. Okay. Um, we'll just go straight down from ten to five. Six for Elspeth. Okay. And five for Renner. Uh, I wonder. Do we want to inspire Renner to be able to get out of there? No, it's fine. I deserve this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's his own fault. If you guys want to, I don't, I don't. I honestly think no, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Shield. He'll be fine. We are going to have to fight this thing regardless. I'm almost positive. Yeah. So maybe we could talk to it. Although, yeah. Okay. Sure. So first up in the order is Azar. Okay. 40. Azar will run to here. How far in can she see? Um, you can see up to there, or it's dark in there, and there's no light, so you can yeah. see basically up to the entrance before it starts getting too dark. You can't even see okay. where the entrance is. Okay, and I forget the range of my spell. And okay, she'll just uh, pick up any old thing, it doesn't matter what it is, a stone or something, mm-hmm. and uh, how far can she throw something this blind? Blindly? Just it's like, um, Just like following the line of where I can see the water is, because I can at least see uh-huh. that when I light it up, and I'll just I can see 20 feet when I light it. Yeah. And I'll just chuck it in the cave. Chuck it in the cave. Um, roll just a d20 to see no, I guess, uh, how strongly are you? Are you just full out hucking it? Uh, just a toss. Just, no, I want just a to toss? 15, 20 feet or so, just tossing it to K so I can see a bit further. Okay, so I would say you can see up to... So the light goes in, you huck it. The light it. goes 40 feet when I cast it. Okay. 20 foot radius, right? Yeah. It's a uh, twenty feet of bright light and twenty feet of dim light, so okay. forty feet forward from where. So you are able to see up to here with dim light, and then I would say about here with normal light, and then the stone goes about here-ish. Okay, so yeah, I was tossing that far. That's fine. So you can see Renner as he gets showered, as they get showered by uh, rocks. Renner, you can see a bit of light behind you emanating. All right. Is that your turn, Azar? Yeah, I'll just... I'm not running in after this thing, so... Okay. I'll just wait and see what comes next. Let's see. One second. Okay. So that is Azar throwing the rock in. People without dark vision can see now. Um, next up is Donovan. Ooh, uh, I hearing all of this. I am going to run to here. Mm-hmm. Um, bonus action 
Actually, um, I, sorry, I you think were... I can make it here. Yeah. Bonus action hide. Okay. And ready a arrow at a creature coming around the corner. Okay. Coming around the corner. So, um, you do that. You hop over a couple logs, get strafe behind a tree, leap over the stream, pass by Azar, and then huddle in. Roll me a stealth check. Natural 20. Yeah, our first one. And right. here on Quest and Chaos, when we roll a natural 20, we pull from the Nord Games luck deck. 1d6 after making a skill or attack roll. Very helpful. And Next. that's a 25 to hide. You'll feel stealthy. You'll feel All right. <laughs> that means I get advantage and sneak attack. If you see a thing. Mm-hmm. Next up is the creature. So it begins to f- make its full height about n- good nine, ten feet up. Um, not like traditional giants that you may have heard of. Um, and actually, only Renner is the only one who's seen this. You don't even know what this thing is. It looks like a very tall, lanky human. Ugh. With very gray skin. Because of dark vision, or? Um, no, because of the torchlight. It is. Oh, right, right, right. That's nearby. So it's naturally gray, and it looks towards you and is. Friend! And then it also gives a whistle. And. Let's see. How, how fast can you move? Okay. Okay, and what? Okay. So it begins to move towards you, Renner. This tall, almost, or not almost, double your size. It grabs a spear in the wall here, stops, and then just stabs at you with it. So, first attack is a 21 to hit. Okay, um, immediately casts shield. I can do that, right? Yes. Again. Okay. So yes, we'll do that. So um, what does your AC go up to? Twenty-one. So it still hits, I believe. Right? Still hit. Yeah, that would still hit. That goes to the hurdy thing. Well. Well. <laughs> so should I not cast shield? That's stupid. Yeah. Then, right? Okay, yeah, he'll just be you know, like, he'll just be like, oh, God, Mollusk, as he's like, <laughs> knows. What... And as it goes in, <laughs> that is nine plus four, 13 damage. Okay, okay. still up. And as you feel this spear <gasps> just push you at your chest, it lunges out and comes back in again. Four. As I'm dying, do I realize that this is the, uh, the <laughs> like, does this look girth-wise as the same one that I've seen before? Back in with, uh, what's his name? Kendrick. Uh, yes, Kendrick. You probably um, recognize the girth of that shaft, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank is... you, thank you, JP, yes. 
it's comparable. I've had this gift before. Um, <laughs> the second one comes, and as you get like shoved back a bit, the just enough of the cave blocks the spear point from going, and it crumbles, and more rocks get shattered into your face, <laughs> hitting you. Um, that is the creature's turn. Yeah, Renner will yell out. Yells out. Next up is Elspeth. Um, sorry, I have to do some quick math. I haven't used a map in a hundred years. <laughs> uh, ooh, how dumb are you gonna be, sweetie? <laughs> My favorite two live crew album, as dumb as I want to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh. What is the range? Okay, okay, okay. Checking all of my range stuff. Uh, Elspeth's going to hear Renner cry out in obvious injury. Uh, 10, 15, 25, 30. So she is going to run up to, I think it's here um and will mm, okay oh that's a bonus action brilliant okay after elspeth is renner by the way on bed um yeah, I think she's gonna run up. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna see that he is in fact injured, so she will hit him with a healing word. All right, heal that word. The word of the day is stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's gonna be our words of the day are brought to you by the letter S. <laughs> As for son of a biscuit. Yes. <laughs> for stupid. Yeah. What is my spellcasting modifier? There we go. I can't read my own character sheet. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So you're gonna get back six points of. Health. Oh, thanks. Excellent. Deserve it. You get six back as you feel some of the puncture wound begin to suture closer in at that point unless Elspeth you have anything else it is Renner's turn um am I am I in range to see I'm not gonna nope that's gonna be it for me for now okay as a free action I'd love to yell disengage and bring it around the corner I guess I am engaged with it huh what are you up to? My turn. Okay, in getting hit, hurt, confused, and and frustrated, he's gonna be angry at him. He's very angry with himself, um, and with this rage, he's gonna channel thunder wave and then cast it to try and get it out of his way, and then so he can disengage and get out. What is the saving throw on that? Uh, Eleven Constitution. Constitution. Natural twenty. Oh, she's a stupid so thing. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Huh? <laughs> you 
get a card. I don't get a card. Um, but I believe it does still do half damage. Yes. Uh, let me. Should I? I'm sorry, we just learned. Just learned these. Um, failed save. That's all. Yeah. 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 Let me do it. So, 3.5. Uh, uh, right, which rounds down to 3. Yeah. Three. Okay. How much health does it have? Okay. So. Uh, and then is going to action, action surge <laughs> to mm -hmm. disengage. Um, yep. And then I can move, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> You'll be great. He's actually going to run behind Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to run behind the healer. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. She was dumb. She ran in. Oh, is that... Wanted to make sure okay. she was in range. Well, no, he is. Sorry. His... Wait, <laughs> can he do it? He was here. Yeah. Actually, he'll go here. Behind the thing. Uh, next well, up. Saying, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's all right, are you all right? Are you all right? Are you... Uh, well, <laughs> he'll reference oh, the dragon. <laughs> and as he runs around the corner and hides. Um, and up. then really quickly describe, big, gray, gross, lanky, humanish thing, uh, called for a friend. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else heard. What? <laughs> next up is Amoa, who on the far side here is like, oh, uh, and then you see... Uh, him cast a similar looking spell that you saw yesterday, Donovan, and cast jump on himself. So he goes a one, a two, a three, <laughs> a four, and leaps over this and lands here. Bam. Mm -hmm. um, which also activates wild magic. Let's see if it oh, does God. a thing. Oh, no. Oh, no thing. Ah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Push him in front and hope it's a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> that lands right on top of a moa. Um, so you see just like a little sparkle of excess energy um, fizzle out of a moa, but he is able to keep it maintained and jump over the log, being unimpeded. Next up is top of the round, Azar. Azar. Well, having been warned that a friend is coming, and not knowing which way they're coming from, I think I'll just move back just a little right here, and okay. um, I'll ready an Eldritch Blast for which, and just look around, and which, if I see another creature first, I'll hit them instead. So, okay. hostile creature I see, blast yeah, first, them. first hostile creature you see, then. Yeah. Okay. Next up is as you hear coming down the way, Elspeth, you're the first to see yeah. a brown bear. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Come down the way. Leave. That is within your uh, Zara. Nope, can't see quite yet. And then what can a brown bear do? What do a brown bear do? Oh god, I hope my Snow White skill is... They <laughs> <laughs> can poo in the woods. We know. We all know this. <laughs> this is true. 
So it's the brown bear forward. saddles up, which none of you can see at the moment, but it stops at the cave entrance and looks over deeper within. Elspeth, you can see her. It's like, hmm? And does, does it attack the creature inside? It does not. Mm, then that is the creature and... that I see. Oh, yes. Fire away. Fire away. All right. I don't have it. Let me just quick see what my short bow is. It's the same as my rapier. With advantage. With advantage is an 18 to hit. 18 hits. So that is going to be a d6 plus 3. So this plus 3. So four points, and then sneak attack, because I was hidden for another two points. So six points total. Six points total. That was crappy. Hmm. More than zero. Yeah. Okay. So as you do, you fire this shot off, and it looks over to whatever for you all um, is in the cave, and then you hit it in the shoulder. It's like... Yeah, I need to work on my bear sounds, I know. <laughs> Compared to my axe speaks, let's hey. play my... Uh... Why didn't the bear attack the thing? Okay, sorry, that was eight damage, yes? Sure. Six. Six. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Yeah. Okay. Um. Meanwhile, Azar, you hear coming out from the north eastern tunnel heavy footsteps just going you do not see what is coming mm. Next guys up we should probably run is <laughs> Donovan so I'm no longer hidden no sir I am going, uh, so I'm about to fire again when I just reach out and throw a hand forward and launch a firebolt. Firebolt! Everybody got magic now! Yeah, for instance, Level three! Shoot, 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 shoot. Dirty 20! Nice. Dirty hey. 20, roll that damage! Nine, Nine points of damage. damage. Nice. Fire Two damage. There. With a bear. Come on. Come on, no. And then I will move a little bit. Say here and bonus action hide. Okay. You hide. Which is an eight on the stealth. See. Which is an eight on the stealth. So you launch this fireball hitting the bear in the nose. It's like. <laughs> and then you run backwards and snap on a couple of branches as you go. But that is your turn. Next up is the creature. So it comes stumbling out. One, two, three, four, five, six. Spear raises like my home! And as Elspeth sees the end of the spear coming down towards her, that's where we're going to end. Oh, yeah. no. What have I done? 
<laughs> Y'all just loving to end on these uh, combat encounters. Makes for a great hook. Makes it more thrilling. Yeah. Well, yes. good news. Thank you guys for the bits. We have four left. Oh, thank goodness. So thank you guys you. took us from two up to four. So these are going to get used. They will not go to waste or into the boy. Thank you, Duke Fleeg and Tamago Tora. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. They will need it come next episode. But next episode, you know what's happened next episode is we are going to give away a copy of Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden next Saturday at 1.30 p.m. At 1.30 p.m. Also, this is our giveaway week. So Mondays, we are giving away a box set of Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Oh, I was going to expect Thomas to... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I threw these on the ground. I mean, I set them gently on the ground. Dragon of Ice Fire Peak, we're giving away that on Monday. Join us. Me and Matt will be there per the huge on Tuesday for not Chaos Agents, keep that in mind, but our um, John Hoover episode, Climbing Nomatoki Tower, run by our very own Aaron. We're giving away a copy of the alternate cover of Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, which you can find a, um, a lot of cool stuff in there that some of our players have already begun to use. Let's see. Or Let's haven't, see. because they at the last minute decided not to. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think one of you at least Sometimes. has something. I don't know. But we'll find out as they slowly reveal their new powers. And all of them have magic for some reason that they will now need to explain in some backstory reason for me. <laughs> no, I finally oh. got, uh, I opened up my book. Finally, everything made sense. <laughs> my, my, my spell book finally made sense. I was like, oh, and all it took was dying to figure it out. It was something in the tea. That's what it was. For yes. Jill's saying, um, none I... of you had magic before. That's so odd. <laughs> Oh. Well, I had magic. <laughs> Why was I the only one casting magic with a MOA? <laughs> but we have the giveaway week. We are starting up, our, or not starting up, we have had our Patreon where we're starting up the Guild of the Five E's, which is basically moving our 5E Fight Club into Patreon. If you want to check out more on that, we're moving away from that arena style into more one-shot territory, playing with our community which will be super exciting, as well as other perks that we are slowly developing, which you can get in on the conversation on Discord. I believe that is everything. We will continue yes. this next week, starting off on the end with combat scenarios, um, because James learned you can, you know, cut right into the middle of it, right at the villain's turn to make it super exciting. Yeah. <laughs> But if you, if you use Chaotic on our merch store, you get 40% off. That is a huge discount. Uh, we got pins. We have t-shirts. We've got some mugs left. Um, it's the holidays. Yeah. Get a mug. I do need to send off three mugs still. Four mugs. You know what? Okay. So we still have a few mugs left, but I have to mail a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we will see you all Saturday. But until then... Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden podcast here on the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed what you heard, 
please head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash chaos and join the chaos. There are four awesome tiers over there for you to join, and three of them lets you influence the story by giving inspiration. But all four of them gain you entry into the Guild of the Five E's. That is our brand new shared world building storyline that we are creating for 2021. And we would love to have you be a part of it. And we'll see you live on Twitch, later on YouTube, and finally on podcast. Thank you all for being part of this awesome community. And we hope to see you adventuring soon. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. I want to take a moment and thank our patrons, especially our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tomagatora. And of course, we can't forget our inspiring middle management, Lady Bedivere, Ben Soslowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Ted Danson, Jen, Seth Jones, and our inspired patrons, Adam Andreas, Garrett, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. We, of course, also have a fantastic number of guild members that help keep us going. If you want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos.